0: الحمد لله رب العالمين له الحمد الحسن والثناء الجميل وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له يقول الحق وهو يهدي السبيل وأشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه والتابعين لهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين أما بعد The book that we're going to start today إن شاء الله تعالى is الكتاب العقيدة الوسطية written by Shaykh al-Islam Ahmed ibn Abdul Halim ibn Abdul Salam ibn Taymiyyah al-Harrani ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah he died a year 827 rahimahullah rahmatan rahimahullah rahimahullah al-Islam I'm at 728 seven Seven hundred and twenty-eight. al Islam ibn Taymiyyah was al Islam. The scholars, they gave him that title. The reason why they gave him that title was Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him the knowledge of nearly all of the sciences. All of the sciences of the religion for him was all the same. He read the kitab written by Sibawayhi. Kitab of sibawahi is called, the scholars when they say al-kitab, they refer to which book? Sibawayh's kitab, grammar book. Sheikh al-Islam, he didn't have a teacher to read it for him, he read it by himself. When he debated with Abu, Hayal and Abu Hayyan al-Andalusi, when he debated with him, Abu Hayyan was a grammarian. And at this moment, Abu Hayyan really loved Shaykh al-Islam. So he debated with Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah and then he said to him, This grammatical mistake. He said to Shaykh al-Islam Taymiyyah, This is what you're saying here is grammatically wrong. So Shaykh al-Islam Taymiyyah was very confident that he was right. He then said to him, See, but way, he has done a hundred mistakes in grammar. See, doesn't know those mistakes. And you don't know it as well. That he got wrong in grammar. Abu Hayyan got up. From that day onwards, he did not like Shaykh Al-Islam <laughs> Taymiyyah. And he wrote poetry in refutation of Shaykh Al-Islam Taymiyyah. Ibn Taymiyyah was a man he combined between knowledge and implementation. <laughs> it was his normal personality which is that was his that he would sit after Salatul Fajr, he would sit in the masjid and he wouldn't leave until the sun rose and then he would pray his salah, his sunnah, and then he would go out to do what he wanted to do that day. And he used to say, This is my breakfast. This salah is my nutrition. If I don't do this, my day doesn't go accordingly. And it was said that when he went to prison and he was arrested, he finished the Qur'an 83 times. And he died on the ayah, Inna That is the ayah that he died on reading. And he said something very powerful which is, If I knew the gems and the benefits in the Qur'an and what is in it, I would never have busied myself with anything other than the Qur'an. This is after he was only allowed to read the Qur'an. <coughs> Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah, when the uh, Tatar, they invaded the Muslim land at that time. What Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah did was, he went to, he went to Misr Egypt, to ask for help from the Muslim leaders at that time to come together and help the, the removal of the Tatar invading the Muslim land. So Shaykh al-Islam to took a horse from Sham, especially Dimashq, where he lived. He took a horse and he went to Egypt, Qahira. And the alim of Qahira and the mufti of Qahira and the qadi, the judge of Qahira was Ibn al al-Eid. Ibn al al-Eid was the qadi. You know Ibn al al-Eid, right? the great Shafi'i scholar who done the of the kitab Umdat al-Hakam Al-Ihkam al-Hakam Fihsharh Umdat al-Hakam Ibn al al-Id was an al-alim al So when Shaykh al-Islam came, entered onto the ruler he wanted to ask for help military support financial support so he brought all the ayat that spoke about the virtues of fighting for the sake of Allah and the importance of it wa ila dhalik he sard he brought it all As soon as Shaykh al Islam ibn Taymiyyah finishes those when he finished those ayat, as soon as Shaykh al Islam ibn Taymiyyah finished those ayat and he read the ayat from his heart and his mind, and he finished what he wanted to say, the leader said to Qadi ibn Dariq al Eid, He said to Ibn al al-Eid Is there anything you want to add on? And then he said no (laughs) For verily in front of me is a man Allah placed the knowledge right in front of his eyes He takes whichever he wants And he leaves off where he wants Referring to who? What can I say after that? The ilm is one thing, brothers, and to have knowledge. And Allah to then give you subhanahu wa ta'ala al Amal ma'al ilm is ziyada. Wallidariq ibn Dhahikh al said Shaykh al Santayah, he used to always go to prison. It was common, it was very common. He it, it was very common that he would go to prison, it wasn't. But he was the happiest person. Personality wise, he was happy, joyful, never stressed. Well, ibn إِبْنُ Qayyim said that when we became stressed and we hardship and depression and hardship touched us, we would go to him and he would just say a few words. He would say what? Just a few words to us and our hearts would open. Who are we talking about here? Ibn al-Qayyim, brothers. Who's the one who talks about happiness and the hearts and... sahih? He said that Shaykh al-Islam will. Will give us happiness. وَلِذَلِكَ ibn ابن said a very powerful statement. He said, "Inna fi dunya jannah." This dunya has a jannah. Man lam if a person doesn't enter the jannah of this dunya, لم يدخل جنة الآخرة. He will not enter the jannah of the hereafter. So he was asked, "What is the jannah of this dunya?" He said, "الإيمان بالله." To believe in Allah is a jannah. He said, "If you don't get that now, you're not going to get the jannah of the hereafter." You all know the statement of the two righteous men. Ibrahim ibn Adham. (coughs) Ibrahim ibn Adham and Abu Yusuf. They went together and they they had two dry breads. They had two dry bread. And they took their bread and they dipped their bread in the side of the ocean. And when the bread got soft, they ate it. They don't even have soup to eat it with. And they said to each other, If the kings and the children of the kings were to know the happiness that we have, they would try to take it away from us. If the kings and the children of the kings were to know the happiness that we have right now, they would try to take it away from us. What is the happiness that he's referring to? Is it money? Is it. No, it's not. The happiness that he's talking about is In the remembrance of Allah the heart finds, the heart finds tranquility That is why he's happy That's why he's joyful well, You find sometimes a person has so much money he has wealth Allah has given him a lot But that doesn't bring him, that doesn't bring him happiness There are many who committed suicide who killed themselves And what did they have? They had money. They had what? They had fame. They had fame, they were known. But life was stressful for them. The reason is because the owner of your heart has told you the same way that the body dehydrates. If you don't give it enough water, the heart dehydrates if you don't give it Iman. And And the Quran, it dehydrates. And once you dehydrate, you're vital for death. You're on the brink of what? On death Of death. So, Shaykh al Islam ibn Taymiyyah, his biography, great scholars have written about it. From them, Ibn Abdul Hadi, in his kitab, Al Uqud al Durrriya, Fi Shaykh al Islam ibn Taymiyyah. al Dimashqi has a kitab called Al al Wafir. And Nasir al-Din al Dimashqi, when he authored that book, do you know who came after him? And praised that book. And even placed on the book a praise Do you know who came after that? And after Nasiruddin Deen And praised the book that spoke about the biography of Shaykh Al-Islam Taymiyyah. And even went into that book itself. And added in there praise of Shaykh Al-Islam. None other than the great scholar Hafidh al Hajar. Hajar He went into that book and he authored it. Sheikh Al-Islam in had many students. From his students who were... Um, Al-Imam al Zahabi. Zahabi was from the students of Ibn Taymiyyah. Ibn Al-Qayyim was the student. Was from one of the students of who? Ibn Taymiyyah, rahimahullah. Uh, Ibn Hadi was from the students of who? Ibn Taymiyyah. And Ibn Kathir, rahimahullah All of these were the students of who? Ibn Taymiyyah. And the scholars like Ibn Hajar said something very powerful. Ibn Hajar summarized the virtue of Shaykh Al-Islam Taymiyyah by one powerful statement which is he said if Ibn Taymiyyah did not have any other thing to be praised for, if he had no other virtue, just the fact that he produced Ibn Al-Qayyim that was enough for him praise. If Ibn Taymiyyah had no other thing to be praised for, the fact that he produced, who did he produce? Ibn Al-Qayyim that is enough for him. Honor and virtue. That ibn Qayyim was a student of his. Rahimahullah, rahmatan wasi'ah. Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah, he authored this book that we're going to study called Al-Aqidatu Al-Wasitiyah. And this book was written after a person came to him, a qadi from a place called Wasit in Iraq. He came to him and he said to him, can you write Aqidah book for me? based on the aqeed of Ahl-Sunnah Wal-Jama'ah al Al-Najiyah because the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam told us that the Ummah are going to be divided into how many groups? 73 groups. All of them, the Messenger said, are in the hellfire except what? Except one. That one group is only going to be the one to Jannah. So he asked Ibn Taymiyyah, he said, can you tell me that one group, what, are they, what will take them to Jannah? What is it that they believe? I don't want to go to the hellfire. And Shaykh Al-Islam Mitaimi, look how humble he was. He responded by saying, books of aqidah are many, and great scholars have written in it. Why would you want me to write in it? Allahu Akbar. Many have already been written. There are great books, books that are written, have been written before me. Read those books. And he said, no, I want you to write aqidah book for me. Shaykh Al-Islam sat down in one sit." He authored his Aqidah book. Between two Salahs. And he gave him the Aqidah book and he said, take it. The man went and he took the book to his place. Pay attention to this. Ibn Taymiyyah, because of his, of his time, he was consistently and continuously being thrown into prison because of his what? his belief. And so one time he got called in by the qudat and the judges of that time, the scholars of the opposite belief to him. So what happened was, they called him in, and they said that you have a belief which is fanatic, problematic belief. And then they wanted to debate with him. Before they debated with him, they said to him, before we open a discussion, write your belief for us, then we will hold you account to what you write. So he said, Shaykh Al-Salaam Taimiyah said, I've already written, he said, if I sit down now and I write my aqeedah, you probably say, he's doing taqiyah. He's concealing and he's changing his belief based on the de- debate, and he's going to play with words. How about, if I bring you a aqeedah that I wrote many years back, in which I believe, and I can debate on so he requested for his Aqidatul to be sent to him. And he got bought and he said, This is what I believe. I'm more than willing to discuss it. And so what they did was the first line of his book, inshallah we're going to see. Ibn Taymiyyah says, <laughs> He says, This book is based on what? The Aqid of who? The Aqid of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah, the saved sect. So they said, Are you implying? That all the people who don't believe this in your book are in the hellfire. Are you implying, they said to him, that anyone who doesn't believe what you wrote in this book are all in the hellfire? Are you promising all those people in the hellfire? And he responded to that point. And then they asked him another question regarding wordings that he used in his book. Why did you use this word? Why did you use this word? And the debate finished in favour of Sheikh al And he got up and he left. And he said a very powerful statement. <laughs> he said, I do not do takfir on any one of you. I don't place takfir on any one of you. But he said, Wallahi, If I believed what you all believed, on the concepts that you were holding on to, this belief would be my, own, my ruling, nothing else. But he said, I won't you Your excuse for all of you is ignorance. You don't know. You're holding a belief that you don't know its, it's reality. So I excuse you all for ignorance, he said. These are the qudāt, the judges, the biggest supreme leaders of the Islamic... They were the ulama of that time, basically, of different madhabs. And one of the things that he debated with them with, رَحِمَهُ اللَّهُ And it was common about Shaykh al His اطلاع, His observation was, he knew the fiqh shafi'i better than the shafi'iyyah. And the Hanafi madhab, he knew better than the Hanaf. And the Malikiyah, he knew it better than the Malikis. And the Hanabilah, that was his original madhab, he knew better than them. And they used to come to him, and they used to ask him the aqwal of the ashab, and the wujuh in the madhab, and the qawal al in the madhabs. A benefit that we can take from the life of a man like this is that brothers, Sometimes you might propagate a message. Sometimes you may even advise a person and call them to Allah's religion. And you might tell them to come back from what they're upon. And at that moment, it may not have any effect. And you might die. Years might go by in your life. You might never see it. But what might happen? The people after that hold on to your statement. So you don't always have to see the fruits of your efforts. You may never ever see it. Ibn Taymi's time, his books were illegal. And they were burnt. They were destroyed. They were eliminated. They were... And today, thousands of people are today memorizing his works. Allah protected it. Subhanahu. So don't always look at a person and say, he's not taking the truth. I'm advising him. And also don't always expect that what you're saying has to f- bear fruit straight away. It may never bear fruits right now. You might die thousands of years later, it might come. You just have to be sincere in what you're doing. Have faith in Allah Azza wa Jalla. And never change what you hold on to for the response of the people. Never change what is right because of the people. Never do that. Shaykh al-Islam ibn Tayyma rahimahullah, his Aqeed shall we try to finish it all today by Ibn al Al-Karim. The Aqeedah books, brothers, generally, this book and many other books you're going to see, are the six pillars of Islam, uh, six pillars of Iman. And tu'mina billahi wa malaykati wa kutubi wa rusuli wa al-yawmi al-akhir wa tu'mina bil qadri khayrihi khayrihi wa sharrihi. Once the person does those six pillars of Iman, there are three Masya'il that are followed up. The first one is Musam al-Iman. What does Iman mean? The Union Brothers. The issue second, second Masya'il that's followed up is what? As-Sahaba, the companions. And the third thing that's followed up generally is Al-Imama. The way that the Muslim leader is dealt with. How many did I mention in total? Six plus three, how much is it? Those nine is what Shaykh Al-Islam is going to speak about in his book, Aqeedah-wise. Are we all together? And then at the ending, he talks about makarim ul akhlaq good manners and etiquette. And how a person who has a good Aqeedah should carry himself. And how important it is, your manners and your etiquette, as a person who's holding on to the correct Aqeedah. He concludes with that, رحمه الله رحمه الله تعالى سم.
1: بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاه والسلام على رسول الله وعلى اله واصحابه اجمعين وعلى شيخ الاسلام رحمه الله بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الذي أرسل رسوله بالهدى ودين الحق ليظهره على الدين كله وكفى بالله شهيدا وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له إقراراً له وتوحيدا وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وسلم تسليماً نزيداً اهل الايمان بالله ورسله بعد والايمان بالقدر خيره
0: The author he started his kitab with the basmalah bismillah number 1 number 2 ثم اردفها بالحمدله second thing he mentioned is he mentions alhamdulillah he praises to Allah Number three, الشهادتين. He testifies that there is none worthy of worship except Allah. And that he also testifies that Muhammad is his what? That he is his slave and his messenger. Number four, he sends salah and salam. Salah and salam. Salah means what? فناء الله. فناء الله Allah is praising the messenger high above. And this is the call of Abu Ali. We mentioned this before. He, Bukhari narrated in his Sahih. Then the author, he says, The belief of the what? The creed of the saved and the victorious group. Until the establishment of the hour. This term... الفرقة الناجية the author mentioned that name 1 الطائفة Mansurah, 2 أهل السنة Jama'ah 3 all of these 3 names mean the same all of them are synonyms they are synonymous الفرقة الناجية is the saved, saved group الطائفة المنصورة are, they are the victorious group Allah is going to give them victory subhanahu وَتَعَالَى, أَهْلُ السُّنَنَةِ وَالْجَمَعَ. Third name. Al-Sunnah means what? They are the people of the Sunnah, and they united upon the Sunnah. Because the Sunnah is what brings unity. And innovation. What does it bring? It brings disunity. It brings disunity. After that, the author of goes into the six articles of faith that he's going to tackle in his book. He says, Al-Imanu Billahi, number one. To believe in Allah. wa the angels. wa and his book. Wa-Rusulihi, and his messengers. Wa-Al-Ba'thi Ba'ad He didn't say the day of judgment. Wa-Yawm Al-Akhir, the Sheikh chose not to say it. Why did he choose not to say it? Because the rejection of the people in which Nabillah Muhammad came to was specifically what? The resurrection. Allah says, They claimed that they were not going to be what? Resurrected. So the resurrection is one of the fundamental things that were disbelieved in. So you chose to specify that. Well iman and decree the good and the evil of it. This is what the author الله, is going to speak about. So, this book is a book in what? al We mentioned last in our Aqeedah, in our شَرَحَ Al-Warakat, that the Khitab al-Shar'a, how many types? Two. The first one we called it Al-Ahkam al الخبرية الأحكام الشرعية الخبرية and we said this is what? اعتقاد, belief and the second one we called it الأحكام الشرعية الطلبية and we said these are what? مسائل Fiqh. this book what is it going to deal with? it's going to be speaking about الأحكام الشرعية الخبرية عقيدة related issues
1: yeah. Women al Imani Billa, al Iman, Bima was of a behin of Sahu, Fikita, be he Bima was of a who Sulu, Muhammad and Solo, while he Min seldom, Minrayi Tahrif in Walla, Taqil, and Waminray, Takif in Walla, Temsil, Belup Ninu, Nabi, Anna the Subhanahu wa Ta'ala be Hana, who are the Allah, Lays the Kamisli, The author now,
0: the author Rahimahullah, he mentions part of believing in Allah Azzawajallah. Part of believing in Allah Azza wa Jalla is to believe, to have belief in the way he described himself. In his honorable book, the Quran. وَبِمَا wasafahu And that which he's, and the way in which his messenger, Nabi Muhammad, described him. The author mentions that. So to believe in Allah, part of believing in Allah is What? Why did the author say part of believing in Allah? Because now what he's going to be speaking about is Tawheedul Asma'i Wa Sifat And Tawheedul Asma'i Wa Sifat is part of what? Of believing in Allah. Because believing in Allah it stands on how many pillars? It stands on three pillars. The first one is believing in Allah's ربوبية. And the second one is believing in Allah's الوهية. And the third one is believing in Allah's all three of them are in the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala look what he said. Rabbu Samawati wal ardi wama Samawati So all three of them are in what? In that ayah and to maryam. Are we all together, brothers? And Ibn Jarir al-Tabari, who is a great mufassir, he mentions these three types of tawheed in the Tafsir of Surah Al-Fatiha. And Imam Abu Hanifa categorized the tawheed into three. Are we all together? And Imam Ibn Battah, in his Kitab Al-Ibana, he categorized the tawheed into three. So it's not something sheik al-Islam came and those who came after him came with, no. It was something that was salafu hadil umadid. And it's actually in the way? In the Quran. And Shaykh Abd Sheikh Abdul Razak ibn Abdul Mahsin Al Abbad has a kitab called Al Qawl Sadid. I think it's called al what? Al Qaw Sadid. Fiy tahsim it tawhid. Al Qaw Sadid, something like that. Al Qaw Sadid. Fiyyhukmi Ama Fi tahsim it towhid. What did he Call it? The categorization of tawhid in three. He wrote a book on it. And he brings all of the Salaf who said it. He lists them all. It's a good book to read. So what, did, so what, of what part of believing in Allah Azza wa Jalla is the author now going to speak about? Al-asma' So this book is not a tawhid book. What is this book? It's a Aqeedah book. Tawhid. what does it deal with? It deals, it deals specifically with uluhiyah What does it deal with? al is not going to go. he's not going to uluhiyah Are we all together brothers? Does that make sense? Generally, that, that you benefit from the books of who? Muhammad al-Abduhah. That's the, where you take those uluhiyah from, concepts. Here you come to it, what do you take? Al-A'tiqad. By now, your Tawheed is good. You're coming to Misail, which is? Al-A'tiqad. The author says, pay attention to this one more time. The author mentioned two points. What was the first point that he mentioned? Believing in Allah, it stands on, he mentions two things for it. What is it? Believing in Allah in which way? The way he described himself, one. And in the way Allah describes himself in where? In the honorable Quran, in the honorable book. Number two, believing in the way described by his messenger Muhammad sallallahu Alaihi wa Are we all together? Then he mentions these two, which is ascribing for Allah, that which he ascribed for himself. I'm attributing to Allah, that which he attributed to himself. And that which his messenger attributed to, it stands on two pillars. The author mentioned... You won't be able to do that unless you have two pillars in place. What is the first one? Without distortion. So the first one is, sorry, 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 sorry. It starts with what? Two pillars. The first pillar is what? And nephew, negation. Not distortion, don't write by distortion. And nephew, Negation. Under negation are two conditions. You're not negating unless you come with two things. You, you stay away from what? At-tahrif, distortion. And you also stay away from what? At-ta'atil. Ta'atil, the translation here says negation. No, it's not. Ta'atil doesn't mean negation. Ta'atil is, is, is also a form of distortion. Ta'harif is distortion and ta'atil is also. But what is the difference? I'll give you an explanation. The difference between it is Tahrif means changing the wording or the meaning. What is it? Changing the wording or the meaning. This is called Tahrif. Ta'atil means rejecting. That which you should be, believe regarding. That is rejecting the wording and the meaning. The rejecting the wording and the meaning. Are we all together? So both of them are distortion. So if you come with Nafi, you have to stay away from a tahrif and you have to stay away from what? At-Ta'atil. And the second pillar is what? Al-Ithbat, affirmation. Affirmation. And affirmation has two conditions. Are we all together? The first one you have to be far from a takif. What does a takif mean? It's making a how for Allah's characteristics, it's giving a how to Allah's characteristics. And a tamthil means likening it to someone or something. Are we all together? And you, you can all know the difference, right? Not everything you give a how to it, are you necessarily likening it to someone or something, right? So what does "takif mean? It's to give a how to Allah's characteristics. And a tamthil means what? Without likening it to the creation. Without likening it to the creation. If you do that, brothers, what did you come with? Which is that you affirmed for Allah, that which affirmed for himself, and that which is messenger, affirmed for him. The two that we mentioned, are you with me, brothers? Which is nephew and alifbat. The Quran doesn't use those two words. The Quran doesn't call it nephew. And the Quran doesn't call it Isbat. The Quran calls his nephew tasbih. And the word Isbat, the Quran calls it a tahmeed. And it's better to use the Quranic wordings. Are we all together, brothers? The an nephew. Al Mahudus Sha'ri, the legislational usage for the word an nephew negation is tasbih. And the Al Mahud Sharra'i, the Shahra'i usage of the word Arisbad is what? A tahmeed. Tahmeed? A tahmeed which
1: comes from the word hamd. فلا ينفون عنه ما وصف به نفسه ولا يحرفون الكلم عن مواضعه ولا يلحدون في أسماء الله تعالى وآياته ولا يكيفون ولا يمثلون صفاته بصفات خلقه لأنه سبحانه وتعالى لا سمي له ولا كفأ له ولا ند له ولا يقاس بخلقه سبحانه وتعالى فإنه سبحانه وأعلم بنفسه وبغيره وأصدق قيلا وأحسن حديثا, وأحسن حديثا من خلقه ثم رسله صادقون المصدقون لخلاف الذين يقولون عليه ما لا يعلمون ولهذا قال سبحانه وتعالى سبحان ربك رب العزد عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين فسبح نفسها عما وصفه به المخالفون للرسل وسلم على المرسلين لسلامه ما قالوه من النقص والعيب وهو سبحانه قد جمع فيما وصف وسمى به نفسه بين النفي والإثبات فلا عدول
0: لأهل
1: السنة والجماعة عما جاءت به المرسلون فإنه صراط المستقيم the, the author, تعالى, after he had spoken
0: about that, the uh, Allah's names and attributes, al-Sunnah based on anfi wal he gave you five qawa'id The author goes into mentioning how many qawa'id He goes into five principles, right? These five principles that he mentions. Number one. Number one. Ahlul sunnati wal jama'ah They do not negate from Allah that which he, they do not negate, they do not. They do not negate from Allah tabarak wa ta'ala what he described himself to be. They do not negate from Allah what he described himself to be. The second qa'idah that the shaykh mentions is they do not distort the words in the Quran from their proper places. They Sunnah. لا يحرفون الكلمة عن مَوَاضِعِهِ They do not distort the words of Allah Azza wa Jalla from their proper places. والقاعدة الثالثة. The third qa'idah that the Sheikh mentions is أنهم لا يلحدون في أسماء الله وآياته. They do not. They do not come with blasphemy against the names of Allah and His verses they do not come with blasphemy against the names of Allah and his verses. Number four, four they do not ascribe a modality to him. They do not ascribe modality, a how. Modality means a how to Allah Azza wa Jalla. Number five, la yumethiruna sifatihi bisifati khalqihi. Ahlul Sunnah wal they do not compare his attributes to those of his creation. These are five principles that the author mentions. And the reason why those five principles come is because of two reasons. The reason why, what necessitates these five principles is two things. Two things are what necessitated these five principles as the author mentions. Number one. أن الله هذر الله عز La لا سميع له ولا كف وله ولا ند له ولا يقاصب subhanahu سبحانه وتعالى. He has no likeness, he has no comparison, and no partner. Nor is there any measurable, I'm a, no, no, is there anything measurable in analogy to him سبحانه وتعالى. So the first one is, the first thing that necessitated for these five qawa'id to be brought is because number one, Allah Azza wa Jalla, He has no likeness, no comparison, and no partner. Nor is there any measurable anything equating in analogy to him subhanahu wa ta'ala in creation of course number 2 is his messengers are truthful and affirm the truth <speaking in Hebrew> his messengers are truthful and affirm the truth these two are what necessitated the five principles that we mentioned. Then the author, rahimahullah, mentions that Ahlul Sunnah wal Jamaah they do not deviate, the author mentions, from what the messengers and the prophets brought. Ahlul Sunnah do not deviate from it. And that, that is the straight path in which is mentioned in the ayah رب that the best path and this upright way is what? The way of the the way of the prophets and the messengers. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's characteristics brothers is categorized into two. And the characteristics of Allah can be looked at from many different ways. But Al Sunnah wal 'ah, Jama'ah, they categorize Allah's characteristics into two. When it comes to the, from the perspective of affirmation and negation. The first one is, before I mention that, After the author mentioned those principles, sorry, before I mention, al Islam ibn Taymiyyah, after he spoke about the characteristics of Allah and the five principles it stands on, and the two things that necessitated it, rahimahullah ta'ala, he went to speak about that also Allah wa ta'ala's names, 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 they stand on those two pillars which is negation and what? Affirmation. The same way that the characteristics of Allah stands on what? Negation and what? Affirmation. And so the names of Allah is how many types? Two types. Names that are negating and names which are affirming. For example, al-asma' and nafiyah are السلام and and the names which are الأسماء المثبتة أما المثبتة is الرحمن and الرحيم names that negate and names that are أفامي before we move on from this point we have to understand Allah's names are أعلام باعتبار دلالتها على الذات وأصاف باعتبار دلالتها على المعاني Every name of Allah, what does it have? Every name of Allah, what does it have inside it? A, characteristics. But not every characteristics of Allah is a name. So which one is more? The names of the, or the characteristics? The characteristics are more than the names. Every single name of Allah has a what? At least a characteristics. Some have even more than that. Some names, they have more than one characteristics in it. Are we all together? Then the author, Rahimahullah. So, how many types of names did we mention? Names of, names of affirmation and names of negation. And their characteristics are two types. The characteristics are what? Two types. Characteristics of negations and characteristics of affirmation. Like, characteristics of negation is an naumu wa al zulmu. An Sleeping, is it negated from Allah? Naam. Is oppression negated from Allah? Yeah? It is. The second one is a sifat al-muthbata. Characteristics that are affirmed for Allah, جل, such as al-ilahiyya. ال These characteristics is His. Because it's taken from what name? Allah. And al which is taken from the name al-rahmah. So it's affirmation. Keep this in mind, brothers. Negation doesn't have a praise in and within itself. Memorize this. Negation doesn't have a praise in and within itself. Are we all together? The praise comes in the affirmation, not the negation. Because if I say so-and-so does not oppress, that's not necessarily a praise yet. Because he could probably not oppress because he's weak are we all together brothers but when i say he is not oppressive he is what he is just the praise came into place when <laughs> well, when you follow the quran and the sunnah and you look at it you find that the quran does not do nafs mufassal detailed negation are we all together for example, Allah says in the Qur'an, "Hal ta'alamu Do you know anything like Allah? Are we all together? It didn't say, do you know anyone who doesn't oppress, anyone who doesn't do this? It's not detailed, it's just general. Do you know anything like him? Uh, le, uh, kufu No one's like him. The negation is generally what? It's generally what? Laysa it's, the negation is general. But when it comes to the affirmation, what do you find? <laughs> oh, it's detailed. The Qur'an goes in details when it comes to what? Look at the, Read the last ayat of Surah al hashr You find that Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala characteristics. All these are characteristics, what? But they're mentioned in detail. صحيح? Because the praise is in the what? Affirmation not necessarily in the there is times when the negation was detailed but before it had to come affirmation such as ayatul kursi Allahu la ilaha illa huwa al al qayyum la wa la noom. but before that what was mentioned? No was negated sinna was negated before it what was mentioned? al hayy and al qayyum was mentioned and the opposite of hayy is what? No. What's the opposite of? Sorry, um, uh, sorry The opposite of life is sleeping. Allah said, Allah said, Allah said, Allah said, Allah said, Allah said, of the ayah? in Allah said, in ayah? <laughs> He's the one who does, who takes it. So, the, so at night, what is, what's happening to you? You're dead. Are you with me? It goes the opposite of what? Al-Hayat. And Sina goes the, uh, uh, from the opposite of what? Al-Qayyum. So negation when it comes before affirmation comes. Are you with me, brothers? Does that make sense, brothers? And that's a qa'idah that you need to remember. Don't make the nephew mufassal. And the what? And then you make the isbat mujmal. Are you with me? Make the affirmation general and you make the negation detailed. That's against the way the Quran and the Sunnah is. The Quran when it affirms it goes in details and when it negates it is general. Are you with me brothers?
1: Naam. وقد دخل دَقَلَ فِي هَذِهِ الْجَمْلَةِ مَا وَصَفَ بِهِ نَفْسَهُ فِي الإخلاص الْإِخْلَاسِ الَّتِي تَعْدِلُ ثُلُثَ الْقُرْآنِ حَيْثُ يَقُولُ قُلْ هُوَ اللَّهُ أَحَدُ اللَّهُ الصَّمَدُ
0: Let's carry on after the salat. It's a lot what you're going to have to read right now. We won't be able to finish that in four minutes. So after the salat, inshallah ta'ala we'll carry on.
1: الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف قال شيخ الاسلام رحمه الله تعالى عليه وقد دخل في هذه الجملة ما وصف به نفسه في سورة الإخلاص التي تعدل ثلث القرآن حيث يقول قل هو الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد وما وصف به نفسه في أعظم آية في كتابه حيث يقول الله لا إله إلا هو الحي القيوم لا تأخذه سنة ولا نوم له ما في السماوات وما في الأرض ماذا الذي يشفى عنده إلا بإذنه؟ يعلم ما بين أيديهم وما خلفهم، ولا يحيطون بشيء من علمه إلا بماشاء، وسع كرسيه السماوات والأرض، ولا يوده حفظهما، وهو العلي العظيم. ولهذا كان من قرأ هذه الآية في ليل لم يزلم يزال عليه من الله حافظ. ولا يقربه شيطان حتى يصبح وقوله سبحانه وتوكل على الحي الذي لا يموت وقوله سبحانه هو الأول والآخر والظاهر والباطن وهو بكل شيء عليم وقوله سبحانه وهو العليم الحكيم وقوله العليم الخبير وقوله يعلم ما يلج في الأرض وما يخرج منها وما ينزل من السماء وما يعرج فيها وقوله وعنده فاتح الغيب لا يعلمها إلا هو وقوله وما تحمل من أنثى ولا تدعو إلا بعلمه وقوله لتعلموا أن الله على كل شيء قدير وأن الله قد أحاط بكل شيء علما وقوله إن الله هو الرزاق ذو القوة المتين وقوله ليس كمثله, كمثله شيء وهو السميع البصير وقوله إن الله نعمنا يعذكم به إن الله كان سميعا بصيرا وقوله ولولا إذ دخلت جنتك قلت ما شاء الله لا قوة إلا بالله وقوله ولو شاء الله ما مقتتل الذين من بعدهم من بعد ما جاءتهم البينات ولكن اختلفوا فمنهم من آمن ومنهم من كفر ولو شاء الله ما مقتتلوا ولكن الله يفعل ما يريد وقوله فمن يريد الله أن يهديه يشرح صدره للإسلام ومن يريد أن يضله يجعل صدره ضيقا حرجا كأنما يصعد في السماء وقوله حلت لكم بهيمة الأنعام إلا ما يطلع عليكم غير محل الصيد وأنتم حرم إن الله يحكم ما يريد وقوله أحسنوا إن الله يحب المحسنين وقوله وأقصت إن الله يحب المقصدين وقوله فمستقام لكم فاستقيموا لهم إن الله يحب المتقين وقوله إن الله يحب يحب التوابين ويحب المتطهرين وقوله فسوف يأتي الله بقوم يحبهم ويحبونه وقوله إن الله يحب الذين يقاتلون في سبيله صفا كأنهم دنيا مرسوس وقوله وقال تعالى قل إن كنتم تحبون الله فاتبعوني يحببكم الله يغفر لكم ذنوبكم والله غفور رحيم وقوله تعالى رضي الله عنهم ورضوا عنه وقوله بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وقوله ربنا وسعت كل شيء رحمه وعلما وكا وقوله وكان بالمؤمنين رحيما وقال كتب ربكم على نفسه الرحمة وقوله وهو الغفور الرحيم وقوله فالله خير حافظ وهو أرحم الرحيمين وقوله ومن يقتل مؤمنا متعمدا فجزاؤه جهنم خالدا فيها وغضب الله عليه ولعنه وقوله ذلك بأنهم اتبعوا ما أسخط الله وكرهوا رضوانه فأحبط أعمالهم وقوله فلمنا آسفونا تقمنا, تقمنا منهم فأغرقناهم وقوله ولكن كره اللهم دعاتهم فثبّطهم وقوله كبر مقت عند الله تقول ما لا تفعلون وقوله هل ينظرون إلا أن يأتيهم الله بظل من الغمام والملائكة وقضي الأمر وقوله هل ينظرون إلا أن تأتيهم الملائكة أو يأتي ربك أو يأتي بعد آيات ربك يوم يأتي بعد آيات ربك لا يفعل لا ينفع نفس إيمانه وقوله كلا إذا دكت الأرض دك نجا ربك والملك صفا صفا وقوله ويوم تشقق السماء بالغمام ونزل الملائكة الأوزيلة وقوله ويبقى وجه ربكة الجلال والإكرام وقوله كل شيء هالك إلا وجهه وقوله ما منعك أن تسجد لما خلقت بيده وقوله وقالت اليهود يد الله مغلولة غلت أيديهم والعينوا بما قالوا بل يداهما بسوطة عن كيف يشاء وقوله واصبل لحكم ربك فإنك بعيننا وقوله حملناه على ذات الوحي ودسر تجري بعيوننا جزاء لما كان كفر وقوله وألقيت عليك محبت مني وليد صنع على عيني وقوله لك قد سمع الله قولا التي تجاللك في زوجها وتشتكي إلى الله والله يسمع تحاوركما وقوله لقد سمع الله قولا الذين قالوا إن الله فقير ونحن اغنياء وقوله إنني معكم أسمع وأرى وقوله أن يحسبون أننا لا نسمع سرهم ونجواهم بلا ورسلنا لديهم يكتبون وقوله ألم يعلم بأن الله يرى وقوله الذي يراك حين تقوم وتقلبك في الساجدين وقوله وكل وقول اعمل فسير الله عملكم ورسوله والمؤمنون وقوله وهو, وهو شديد المحال وقوله مكروا ومكر الله والله خير الماكرين وقوله انهم يكيدون كيدا واكيد كيدا وقوله ومكروا مكروا ومكرنا مكرا وهم لا يشعرون وقوله إن تبدوا خيرا أو تخفوا أو تعفوا عن سوء فإن الله كان عفوا قديرا وقوله وليعفوا وليصفحوا ألا تحبون أن يغفر الله لكم والله غفور رحيم وقوله ولله العزة ولرسوله وقوله فبعزتك لأقوينهم أجمعين وقوله تبارك اسم ربك الجلال والإكرام وقوله فاعبده واستبر لعبادته هل تعلم له سميا وقوله لم يكن له كفوا أحد وقوله فلا تجعلوا لله أندادا وأنتم تعلمون وقوله من الناس من يتخذ من دون الله أندادا يحبونهم كحب الله وقوله وقل الحمد لله الذي لم يتخذ ولدا ولم يكن له شريك في الملك ولم يكن له ولي من الذل وكبره تكبيرا وقوله يسبح لله ما في السماوات وما في الأرض له الملك وله الحمد وهو على كل شيء قدير وقوله تبارك الذي نزل الفرقان على عبده ليكون للعالمين نذيرا الذي له ملك السماوات والأغن ولم يتخذ ولدا ولم يكن له شريك في الملك وخلق كل شيئا فقدره تقديرا وقوله ما اتخذ الله من وما كان معه من إله إذا لذهب كل إله لما خلق ولا على بعضهم على بعد سبحان الله عنا يصفون عالم الغيب والشهادة فتعالى عما يشركون وقوله فلا تضربوا لله الأمثال إن الله يعلم وأنتم لا تعلمون وقوله قل إنما حرم ربي الفواحش ما ظهر منها وما بطن والإثم والبقي بغير الحق وأن تشركوا بالله ما لم ينزل به سلطانا ما تقولوا على الله ما لا تعلمون وقوله الرحمن على العرش استوى وقوله ثم استوى على العرش وقوله يا عيسى إني متوفيك ورافعك إلي وقوله برّ رفعه الله إليه وقوله إليه يصعد الكلم الطيب والعمل الصالح يرفعه وقوله يا ها ما نبدلي صرحا لعلي أبلغ الأسباب أسباب السماوات فأطلع لا إله موسى وإني لأظنه كاذبا وقوله أأمنتم في السماء أن بكم الأرض فإذا هي تمور أمنتم في السماء أن يرسل عليكم حاصبا فستعلمون كيف نذير وقوله هو الذي خلق السماوات والأرض في ستة أيام ثم استوى على العرش يعلم ما يليج في الأرض وما يخرج منها وما ينزل من السماء وما يعرج في وهو معكم أينما كنتم والله ما تعملون بصير وقوله ما يكونوا من نجوى ثلاثة الله ورابعهم ولا خمسة الله هو سادسهم ولا أدنى من ذلك ولا أكثر إلا هو معهم أينما كانوا ثم ينبئهم بما عملوا يوم القيامة إن الله بكل شيء عليم وقوله لا تحزن إن الله معنا وقوله إنني معكما أسمع وأرى وقوله إن الله مع الذين اتقوا والذين هم محسنون وقوله أصبروا إن الله مع الصابرين وقوله كم من فئة قليلة غلبت فئة كثيرة بإذن الله والله مع الصابرين وقوله ومن أصدق من الله حديثا وقوله ومن أصدق من الله قيلا وقوله وإذ قال الله يا عيسى ابن مريم وقوله تمت كلمة ربك صدقا وعدلا وقوله وكلَّم الله موسى تكليما وقوله منهم من كلم الله ورفع بعضهم درجات وقوله ولم ناجى موسى لميقاتنا وكلَّمه ربه وقوله وناديناه من جانب الطور الأيمن وقربناه وقوله وإذ نادى ربك موسى أن ائتلقهم الظالمين وقوله وناداهما ربهما ألم أنهكما عن تلكما الشجرة وأقول لكما إن الشيطان لكم عدو مبين وقوله تعالى يوم يناديهم فيقول وأين شركائي الذين كنتم تزعمون وقوله تعالى ويوم يناديهم فيقول ماذا أجبتم المرسلين وقوله وإن أحد من المشركين استجارك فأجره حتى يسمع كلام الله وقوله وقد كان فريق منهم يسمعون كلام الله ثم يحرفونه من بعد ما عقلوه وقوله تعالى يريدون أن يبدلوا كلام الله قلنا تتبعنا وقولهم اتلوا على واتلوا ما أوحي إليك من كتاب ربك لا ويبدل لكلماته وقوله إن هذا القرآن يقص على بني إسرائيل أكثر الذي هم فيه يختلفون وقوله هذا كتاب أنزلناه بمبارك وقوله لو أنزلنا هذا القرآن على جبل لرأيته خاشع متصدع من خشية الله وقوله وإذا بدلنا آية كان آية والله أعلم بما ينزل قالوا إنما أنت مفتر بل أكثرهم لا يعلمون قل نزله روح القدس من ربك بالحق ليثبت الذين آمنوا وهدى وبشرى للمسلمين ولقد نعلم أنهم يقولون إنما يعلمه بشر لسان الذي يلحدون إليه اعجمي وهذا لسان وقوله وجوه يومئذ ناضرة إلى ربها ناضرة وقوله على الأرائك ينظرون وقوله للذين أحسنوا الحسن والزيادة وقوله لهم نعيشاون فيها ولدينا مزيد وقوله وهذا باب في كتاب الله كثير من تدبر القرآن طالب الهدى منه تبين له طريق الحق
0: <laughs> the author, Sheikh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah, he mentioned 111 verses. 100 and 11 verses, all of them from his memory. This whole book is hifdh. He, he didn't go anywhere, he wrote it from his head. He brought 111 ayah to support that Allah's names and attributes are taken from where? So write this qaidah down. الاسما والصفات توقيفية Allah's names and attributes are توقيفية. What does توقيفية mean? It is taken from the Qur'an and the sunnah. There is no other way to affirm Allah's names or negate Allah's names except through the Qur'an and the sunnah. He, the author, تعالى, as I said, he brought 111 verses. And he brought he brought 16 hadith. 16 hadith. We haven't read the hadith yet. All we've taken so far is the ayat. Let's break the ayat into categorization of how the author brought it. The names that are in all of those 111 Eleven verses, the names, not the attributes. I'm talking about the names. Does every name have an attribute in it? Yes. Ha, but first I'm talking about the names. The names that are in all of those one hundred and eleven verses is twenty-eight names. Twenty? Twenty eight names. The first one is Allah. Which he mentioned in Kulhu Allahu? Ahad. And Allahu la ilaha? huwa and Those verses he mentioned it. The second name is Al-Ahad. The second name is Al-Ahad. The name Al-Ahad is not, not found in the Quran Mu'arrafan meaning Alif Alam in front of the word Ahad. The Quran only says Ahad. Like in the Sunnah mentioned Al-Ahad. The Sunnah mentioned Al Ahad. And the evidence that he used for Allah's name being Al-Ahad is Qulhu Allahu. Ahad. The third name is As-Samad. And he used the ayah Allahu. Al-Samad. What does some Samad mean? As Sayyidul Kamil, the complete master. And all of the creation are in need of him. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. السيد الكامل المقصود في الحوائج so the word السبد means what, everyone relies on Allah everyone needs Allah عز he doesn't need anyone, he's a master number 4 and number 5 is Al الحيو and Qayyum. both of them which he took from ayatul kursi الله, الله لا إله إلا هو Al Qayyum. القيوم الحيو means what the one who has complete life لا ينام ولا ينبغي له أن ينام Allah doesn't sleep and it doesn't befit him to sleep as the Prophet ﷺ said he said إن الله لا ينام ولا ينبغي له أن ينام Allah doesn't sleep nor does it befit him to sleep subhanahu wa ta'ala so if he doesn't sleep then he won't die subhanahu wa ta'ala القيوم means what القائم li والمقيم Al القيوم means what he stands off for his own affairs no one needs, Allah doesn't need help from anyone and he stands up for the affairs of his creation. That's what Al Qayyum means. Umar radiallahu used to recite a qaraar which is Shadda. Umar used to read Allah Allah ilaha illahu al hayyul Qayyam. Instead of Al Qayyum. And he also brought another evidence for it. Watawakal Al Al 'alal-Ḥayy la The sixth and the seventh name is Al Aliyu. Al Aliyu and Al-A'zin, al Aliyu and Al-A'zin, where well, he took it from the Ayatul-Kursi that I mentioned. وَهُوَ Al ال... الْعَلِيُّ الْعَظِيمُ. The eighth, the ninth, the tenth, and the eleventh, he took it from the Ayah in Surah Al-Hadid, Ayah three. Four names: al Awalu and Al-Aakhir, and Al-Ẓāhir, and then Al-Baṭin, which are all in the Ayah in Surah Al-Hadid, Ayah three. هو الأول والآخر الظاهر والباطن. And all of those four names, the Prophet ﷺ, he done the tafsir for it as Ibn Jarir brings in his tafsir. The Prophet said, Al "الاول means what? الذي ليس قبله شيء. No one came before him. Subhanahu wa Taala. Al the Prophet explained it, which means what? الذي ليس بعده شيء. الباطن." The Prophet ﷺ explained it, which is what? Alaihi Dunahu The Messenger explained it and he said, Aladi Fauqahu Shay. This is a tafsir that came from the Messenger. After that, are we going to ask anyone else for it? No, we're not. If the Prophet ﷺ said something, we don't need anyone other than him. Number 12, 13 and fourteen al Alim Al-Hakim, and Al-Khabir. He took it from Surah al tahrim Ayah 2, which is Wahu al الحكيم Al-Hakim. And in Surah Al-Tahreem, al الخبير Al-Khabir. Number 15 is al Number 16 is Dhul القوة The one who has strength, Subhanahu wa Ta'ala, ultimate strength. And number 17 is Al-Mateen. All which are found in سورة ان الله هو الرزاق ذو القوة المتين الثامن عشر اثنان عشر اثنان عشر اثنان عشر اثنان عشر وعشر سنه عشر سنه Twenty, twenty-one, and twenty-two is Al-Ghafur, Al-Rahim, and Al-Rahman. He took it from Surah Yudus, Wahu Al-Ghafur rahim and also Surah Al-Imran, "Wallahu Ghafur rahim and also in Surah Al-Fatiha, the Basmala, Bismillahir Al-Rahmani Al-Rahim." Twenty-three. الرب الرب ربنا وسعت كل شيء رحمة وعلما كتب ربكم على نفسه على نفسه الرحمة الرب he used the ayah in surah gafir ayah 7 and he used the ayah in surah an'am ayah 54 الرب with the Alif al Lam in it is not found in the Quran, but it's found in the what? The Sunnah. Twenty-four and twenty-five is Al Afu and Al Qadir. Al Afu and Al Qadir. He brought it from the ayah. Allaha Qadirah. Surah Nisa Ayah one hundred and fifty nine. Twenty six. أرحم الراحمين، أَرْحَمُ الراحمين، وهو أرحم الراحمين، سورة يوسف، آية 64. 27 خير الماكرين، والله خيره خير الماكرين، سورة الأنفال. 28، which is the last، عالم الغيب والشهادة. In Surah at Tawbah, Ayah 94, Alimul Ghaibi wa Shahada. The names of Allah that we just took right now are broken into two. They are categorized into two. Al Asma' Al Mufrada. Names that we saw that one, they were one. Like for example, Allah, Ar Rahman, and Ar Rahim, they were single. So it's called Asma' Al Asma' Al Mufrada. Singular names. And we saw some names which were Al Asma al Mubafa. They were not only one name, like Rabul Alameen. We saw that. We saw Maliki Malikul Mulk. The author brought an ayah like that. Alimul, Raibi, وَالشَّهَادَة Arhamu. These were what? مضاف. They were not one. They were Arham and Rahim. الغيب والشهادة. It wasn't just one. It was more than that. And scholars they mention the names of Allah are three types. One is أسماء مفردة, single. And I mentioned that أسماء which are mudafa which is what I just mentioned. And the third one is الأسماء names that are مزدوجة. مزدوجة means what? It's Two opposite names together at the same time. Like, Al Mu'ti Al Mani'. is the opposite of Al Mani' and it's mentioned together. Al Mu'ti and Al Mani' are mentioned together. Al Qabitul Basit are mentioned together. They're two opposites. Al Barrun Nafi'. Al is what? Opposite to what? Al Nafir. These are the names that the author, Rahimahullah, mentioned, how many characteristics were taken from all of those names? How many names do we have? 28 names. The minimum that we can have is how many? 28. But we have more because some names they show more than one characteristics as I mentioned before. So we have 31 characteristics that we've taken just from those 28 names. Because some names they have more than one meaning in them the characteristics that we take out of them is i'm going to read them fast inshallah ta'ala because we have to finish quickly is al uruhiya, al-ahadiyah al these are characteristics al-qayyumiyah al-ulu 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 al-adamat al-awaliyah al-akhiriyah al al-butun al-ilm الحكم الحكمة الخبر الخبر الخبرة والرزق you can say رزق or رزق if you want والقوة والمتانة والسمع والبصر والبصر والبصيرة والمغفرة والرحمة والربوبية والعفو والقدرة والتقدير والمقر. Those are 31 characteristics that we can take from what? Those 28 names. And as I said to you, some names they have what? One characteristics. Like the word, the name Allah. What characteristics does it hold? Sifatul صفة Al hakim has two meanings in it. Al-Hakim, what does he have? Two. What are the two? Al-Hukm Al-Hikmah. He controls and governs and he's the one who has wisdom. It's got two characteristics in there. The name Al-Basir has three meanings in it, مثلا. What are the three that he has? Al-Basar, Allah has eyes, subhanahu wa ta'ala. al believe that. Also Allah, Tabarak wa ta'ala, has what? Sight. And Al-Basira, third one, which is Allah has what? Insight of things. Detailed insight. And then some of the characteristics of Ahlul Sunnah al believe, some of the names, sorry, al Sunnah believe that they have more than one one characteristics. How many characteristics were mentioned by the author, rahimahullah ta'ala, in the verses? We mentioned them, صح? Sorry, so, the author mentioned names. Okay, now we're going to take the characteristics that are in some of those verses. Okay? How many characteristics are there? 47. 40? 47 characteristics. Number one. Al-Mulku. Al-Mulku. Al Which he used the ayah, You didn't confuse, are you, are you guys, you're not confused, right? You're slightly confused. Let me take you back. How many names did he mention? 28, right? Good. Then I took the characteristics out of what? Just those 28. But there were some other characteristics that are in the verse. That he mentioned. So now I'm going to give you the, all of the characteristics in those verses. Including the names. Because the names are the characteristics. Are they not? So all of those verses in total. How many names do they have? 28. And how many characteristics were in all of the verses that the author mentioned? 111. 47. Are we all together brothers? 40? Does that make sense now? Yeah? It makes? It makes sense. The first one is Sifatul Mulk. Because which one is more general? The characteristics or the names? So there's some characteristics in these verses that are not names. That are not names, right? So we're going to have more characteristics. Sifatul Mulk. Lahu ma fi wa ma so the word ownership, Allah owns subhanahu wa ta'ala al-mulk, surah of tagabun Number two and number three is what? Al-Mashi'a and Al-Irada. Number two is what? al mashiah and number three is what? What is the difference between Al-Mashi'a and Al-Irada? Are you with me? What is the difference between Allah has a Mashi'a, Allah has a will, and Irada means Allah has a will? What's the difference between the two? The difference between the two is irada is connected to the legislational verses and it's also connected to the universal signs. Are you new about this? Let me repeat that one more time. The irada tatālaq bī amrillāhi kawni and al-shara'ī is connected to what? It is connected to Allah's universal signs. And it's also connected to what? Legislational signs uh, Legislational verses Are you with me brothers? The will of Allah is connected to both When we say irada mashia is what? وتختص المشيئة بِتَعَلُّقِهَا بِأَمْرِ اللَّهِ الكوني فَقَطْ مشيئة is only connected to the what? Universal signs Are you with me brothers? And knowing the concept of irada is very important Which is somebody can say to you Okay question Does Allah tabarak wa ta'ala Does he want disbelief? Then, why is disbelief present then? Something's happening without Allah's will? All you just have to say is the wills are two types. Universally, Allah wants disbelief. Universally. Because that's why it's happening. Like in Shara'an, does he want it? Are we all together, brothers? Universally, he wants it to happen, that's why it's happening. Universally, that's why it's taking place. Like in, does he, legislation wise, does he want it? Shara'an, he doesn't want it. Because that's a sin. To be a disbeliever. Does that make sense? Pay attention to that. The fourth and the fifth. The fourth and the fifth. Ah. Your, your, your leg touched it. الحفظ والقدرة that's the fourth and the fifth Allah protects سبحانه وتعالى which is حفظ and قدرة means ability ولا يؤذه ولا يؤذه حفظهما لتعلم أن الله على كل شيء قدير فالله خير, فالله خير حافظا he brings those verses in the ayah number six is what? Al Mahabba, love. In Allah Yuhibul muhsinin Allah loves. Subhanahu wa ta'ala believe Allah loves. Number seven, Al Kitaba Allah writing, it's the characteristics. your Lord writes. Alla nafsir rahmah on himself. Scholars, some scholars they say the word here means eh? Sharaah. Allah legislated for you. Number Did I say seven? We're now going to go into 8. Al-rida, pleased. Radiyallahu anhum. Allah is pleased with them. Number 9 and number 10 is what? Al-ghadab wal-la'an. Anger and what? Curse. Uh, what? No, curse is not a good word. The word al-la'an means attardu min rahmatillah. What does al-la'an mean? Allah's mercy is what? Distance from you. Wa-gadiba alayhi wa-gadiba alayhi wa-la'anahu. Two characteristics. وَغَضِبَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ ولا, وَلَا عَنَهُ Allah distances mercy from them. Number 21 and number 22 is السخط. Sorry, I mean 11. 11 and what? 12. ridwan. sakhtu means شِدَّةُ الْغَضَبُ it's, it's a stronger form of anger. غَضَب means anger. when you seriously angry with somebody. And the next one is Ar Ridwan. Ridwan means to be pleased with someone. You can say Ridwan and you can say in the Arabic language Rudwan. ra'i. Both ways are correct. دالك بأن... دالك The difference between Ridwan Ridwan. They're just they are just Logatani Sahihatani. They're two languages language from the Arabs. Both mean the same. Logatani Sahihatani. Two languages that are used by the Arabs, which is Ar-Ridwanu War Rudwanu.
2: Huh?
0: Ridu, ridu. No, ridu. Kitaba, ridu and ridu. Ah Allah is pleased with them. And I mentioned here what? Ridwan. First you mentioned
2: the riba, then
0: the riba. It's to be pleased. Ridwan. Is fawa'il. Na'am mallezima lahur <laughs> riba. One who's consistently pleased. One who's what? Consistently pleased. Ridwan is just pleased on an incident a person did. Something a person did. A mallezima lahu. <laughs> mallezima lahur riba. 23 and 24 is what? 13. Sorry, I don't know why I'm saying 20. 13 and 14. It's Al Asafu. Al Asafu. Walintikamu. Falamma Asafu. Nantakamna. Minhum. What does Al Asafu mean? Al <laughs> Asafu is also Shiddatul Gabab. Excessive anger. It's like what? Excessive anger. So, what's the difference between that and the word uh, What's the difference between "asakhto" and "asafu"? They say that the word "sakhto," Ibn al-Qayyim says, it means excessively angry, and the word. Al-asafu means karahiyyatul shakhsi the dislike of the person as well it's to dislike the person sometimes you can be excessively angry with somebody it doesn't necessarily mean you you hate the person but you're angry with what they did to you excessively angry with this issue but if it becomes something that makes you dislike this person now you don't like them anymore this is now called the word he said al-asafu are you with me brothers? والخامسة عشرة والسادسة عشر الكراهه والتثبيط الكراهه and التثبيط التثبيط the one in سورة التوبة آية 46 ولكن كره الله ولكن كره الله بعاثهم فتبطهم فتبطهم معنى فَثَبَّطَهُمْ It means اَيْ uh, Preventing. It's to prevent. الْكَرَاهِ Is to dislike. صح? Is to what? Dislike. And تَثْبِيط means what? To prevent. That was 16. So we mentioned 15 and 16. Now we mentioned 17. 17 is what? 17 is what? Al-Maqtu. Al-what? Al-Maqtu means Now tul ghabab. Now, this one, I don't know the difference. Al-Maqtu, I looked for it, I couldn't find the difference between that one. But it's Shiddah al I don't know, he says once, he called the address, he said Shiddah tul can anyone extract something from this? And he said, Ibn al-Qayyim said, well, well, he said Al maktu means Ashaddul Burdi. It's a superlative, right? It's the highest level of hate. So that's what he says. So he said Al maktu means what? ghadab the greatest form of anger. Which is superlative. And the, rest, the other ones he said, other. brothers, a brothers is al al is Al-Itianu? Al-Itianu. 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 Al-Itianu.
2: Al-Itianu.
0: al 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 Ityan is what number? And number 19 is Al Maji'u. Al Maji'u, which means Waja'a Rabbuka. Ja'a maji To come. So Al ityan means come, and Al Maji'u means come. What's the difference between the two? A benefit here. The difference between is Sheikh Saleh ibn Abdullah ibn Hamad al said, He said that Al Ityanu means, or ityan is a stronger form of coming. Whereas al maji is mujarrad al-wurud, it's just a merely come. It's when you come, like when you come with force, it's called what? It's called ityan. So ityan means wurudun. It's to come with kuwatin wa ikbal. When you forcefully come with strength and power, and you are fully directed and facing this thing, and that's why Allah Taala is saying the ayah: "Faatallahu bunyanahum." So this was the adab. Allah came to them subhanahu wa ta'ala with full force. The word ityan was used. Majit wasn't used. Because the majid would only mean just came. Lakin. So but what about when somebody comes but they don't come with force? The word majit is used, right? Look at the woman, the kissah of the daughter of the righteous man. Some say it's shu'aib but it wasn't shu'aib. فجاءته إحداهما تمشي she came and her walking was it with force or was she walking humbly the woman she was walking she came with what فجاءته إحداهما تمشي على she was walking with what so the walking that the, the woman had was it with force or her legs were in the floor and was she walking or was she walking humbly so the, do you guys get it now? Like in here, an ishkal comes. An ishkal comes. The word Allah used ityan and al Majit same in the Quran. Look what Allah says. before you came to us. So are you with me brothers? Shawa responded to that as well. Responded to that ishqal. Do you guys can you see the ishqal? Allah is saying the word maji, ja'a, and ityan. Allah is using it synonymously here. It's the same, there's no difference. So, Shaykh, where are you going to take this ayah now? And he said, It's easy to respond to it. Here, what's the answer? He said, The answer is that when the angel came, sorry, when the prophet came, what did he come with first? He came, the prophet, when he came to them, he came to them at the beginning with something big prophecy something big that's why Allah wa ta'ala, at the beginning of the ayah he says Udhina min qabli an so ityan was used first but when he stayed with them and they already heard the news and he kept coming to them again and again Allah used which one? and I took a fa'idah from this which is brothers the fa'idah that I took from this is to lessen in the, in the mixing of the people. People, when you don't mix with them and you're outside, the haybah and the respect that you have is big. But when you mix with the people, that haybah and that, the weight and the qadr that you have, it drops. Are you with me brothers? To lessen, as a student of knowledge, to just always mix with the people, always spending time with the people. That you should focus a lot of the time spending it with yourself, with your family members. Because the minute you mix with the people too much, what does it do? It drops the haybah, the respect that you would get. It drops it. المجيء حمزة يعني والعشرون number twenty صفة الوجه صفة الوجه ويبقى وجه ربك number twenty was what الوجه number twenty one is what الإنفاق to give الإنفاق so the twenty was Allah has a face سبحانه والرسول أ believe that which is ويبقى وجه ربك ذو الجلال والإكرام كل شيء هارك إلا وجهه Number twenty one is what? In fact, giving. It's characteristics of Allah. كيف؟ كيف Number twenty two is what? Sifatu. Al Two hands. Allah has two hands. Subhanahu wa Taala. ما منعك أن تسجد لما خلقت بيدي بل يداه the author here, the ayat that he brought, which one are they? He brought the ayat that prove Allah has two hands, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Iblis. منعك, what prevented you and touched Judah to prostrate? To what? What I created with what? Khalaqtu. That ya is ya. It's the ya of dual. Two hands. I created with what? My two hands. Are you with me, brothers? The hand has come in the Quran in three forms: Mufrad, Jama', and Muthanna. Ahl Sunnati wal Jama'a, qaatibatan bi al-Salaf. They said when it comes as Mufrad, it means Jinsul Yad. And when it came as Jama'a, they, they said it's تعظيم, veneration of Allah's hands. What is Jinsul? Are you with me? If somebody, you're talking to them, it's talking about the essence of the hand. Not specifically how much it is, right? Are you with me, brothers? Like, for example, if somebody says, ah, "Give me, give me, give me," you falling, and you say to somebody, "Give me your hand," and they give you both hands. You refer to both hands as what? As one. is called jins. Are you with me, brothers? And the second one is ta'adim, out of royalty and veneration of Allah's hands, Subhanahu wa Taala. The jam'a was used, and some of the Salaf they said the reason why it came mufrad or jama' is لِأَنَّ, السياق لأن السياق ذلك, The context forced the verse to make the characteristics into that number. We won't go too technical into it. But Allah has two hands and that's what Ahlul Sunnah believe. Two hands. In a way that befits him subhanahu wa ta'ala. <coughs> number
2: 23.
0: <coughs> huh? Huh?
2: said uh, is <laughs> Yeah.
0: mutan is the actual sifa now. The actual sifa is the two, right? It's the sifa. Like in when, it's, when it's mentioned, that's not, a when it's that's not the sifa for Allah. And when it's jama'ah, that's not the sifa for Allah. Sahih? It's only meant for Allah when it's the two number. Number 23. Sifatul. tul Two eyes. Allah has two eyes. that's what they believe. What's the evidence for that? rabbika, fa بِأَعْيُونِنَا تَجْرِي Then the eyes have also come into how many meanings? Three. The first one is come as a plural. And those are the two verses that I recited. It also came as a singular. It also has come. It has come. Just eye. One eye. And it's also come as what? Two. What is the evidence for the two? The hadith of the Prophet that that Jal what did the Prophet said, he said, the Jal is a what? He's one who has two eyes but one eye is <coughs> in the Arabic language the word a'war is when two things are present. Is when the person has two eyes, and al the person has two eyes. That's one. They do not call a person who has only one eye on his forehead. Some pictures they draw, Dajjal is to have one eye here and nothing else here. That's not the Dajjal. Dajjal has two. When you look at his face, there's two on there. But just one is working, the other is not working. The Arabs, they use the word A'war when the person has two. And one is not functioning. So the first A'war is when the person has two. And the second one is, one is working and the other one isn't working. So when the messenger said "In," because he wants to tell the companions that Dajjal is going to come and what's Dajjal going to say? I'm ilah, worship me, right? The prophet said Dajjal is a'war. It's got two but one is working. Your Lord Allah is not a'war. So what does that mean? Meaning your Lord both of his eyes are functioning. Are you with me brothers? The Salaf none of them disputed that. All of them use this hadith specifically. Kullu Ahmad ibn Ta'ala, and ibn Both of them they use this hadith to show that Allah has and no one objected against it. No one objected. Are we all together, brothers? The twenty fourth is وَحَمَلْنَاهُ عَلَىٰ ذَاتِ al وَدُسُرٍ سِفَةُ Sifatul carrying. To carry something—that's a characteristic that's mentioned for Allah. We carried this. In a way that befits Him, Subhanahu wa Taala. Then 26. Uh, sorry, only 25. The seeing, Allah Azza wa Jalla. Inna ni ma'akumah, asma wa ara. No, Allah seeing, Subhanahu wa Taala. Sorry, not us. Allah. Sifat al ru'ya Allah seeing, Subhanahu wa Taala. Inna ni ma'akumah, wa ara. I see Allah seeing. Number 26. Sifatul Mihal. Sifatul Al Mihal. Al Mihal. Allah says, Tabarakwa Ta'ala, what is Mihal mean? Mihal means Al Ghalaba, Bimakrin, Wakaydin. The one who plans to destroy his enemies, he plans it. He prepares it well, very well, subhanahu wa ta'ala, to destroy them. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Number 20, sifatul kaid. Al kaid. Inna yakiduna kaida. Wa akidu What is the difference between al mihal and al kaid? They both mean to plan to destroy your enemy. What are they both? They both um, mean. What are they? The word al-mihal, it means the one who plans and overcomes those who he plans against. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is what mihal means. Are you with me, brothers? And al-Qaidu means the one who plans. He plans, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just a mere planning. Lakin, this name uh, in in, in Arabic or in English translation is actually called deception. Al-Qaidu means what? Can we attribute to Allah deception? No, we can't. It has a bad connotation to it. Lakin, pay attention. This characteristic is one of those characteristics... That it has a Kamal in it in response to the people who are doing it. Because these people are deceptive and they are criminals, Allah tabarak wa Ta'ala, what, what did you do to them? The response to them, to, in the way that they do it. Because the Qa'idah is what? Al Jaza'u? Mean Amal. Are we all together, brothers? So if you punch a person in the stomach, is that good? It's not a good character. But what about if he punched you? Can you punch him back? Huh? Little kids don't punch people back. But al But if we take it by itself and we say, He punched a person in the stomach, is that a good thing? But when it's muqabil shayin, when it's in response to something, it becomes what? It becomes good, mashallah. That you're a person who takes his rights back. Now, nah. very good. So here we take from this that when it comes to Allah's names, it's two, two, two ways. Are we all together brothers. When it comes to Allah's characteristics, there are two types. This is a very important thing that you understand. A name that unrestrictedly, what does it have? It's complete and it's majestic. Sahih? <laughs> it has Kamal mutlaq as Ibn al-Qayyim says. Another name, it has Kamal Min Wajhin Wa Naqsin Min Wajhin. Are you with me? It's complete in one way, but it's it is what? It's not complete from another angle. Why? The word al-mihal and al-kaidu, it's not a complete characteristics, but it is when you're what? <coughs> when you're retaliating from to somebody who's doing this? Are we all together? No. Twenty-eight. Sifatul Izza, ona. Wallillahi al 29 and 30 الجلال والإكرام تبارك اسم ربك ذي الجلال والإكرام جلال means what? majestic and الإكرام what does it mean? generous صح أما ابن القيم says that the word these two, both together, he says, they both mean al to fill adama al Gaya fil-‘adama, when a person reaches the highest level of greatness. والحادي وَثَرَاثُونَ thirty-one, al-hamd, صفة الحمد, له الحمد. Number 32, Al Khalq, Wakhalaka Kulla 33, 30, Thirty three and 30. What are the 30, what is the 33 and 34? At Tabarak and what? Al Inzal. At Tabarak means? An Al Inzal. Tabarak al-Ledi, al-Furqana al-Abidis. We have a tabarak, a mat tabaruk, an ant, an al inzal al inzal Tabarak, what does it mean in English? It's What is How do you say that in English? Ta'abamat. A tabarak or Ta'adama. Glorified. Glorified, huh? And inzal is to descend, the one who sends something down. That's what it is. He sends something down. Thirty-five is what? Thirty-five, right? At tahrim, prohibiting. It's a characteristic of Allah. Inna harrama Rabbi. Number 30, Six is istiwa, to go above. Sah. Number thirty-seven seven is arfa'u to rise I mean he rises something up he take he puts it up wa rafa'uka ilayya bal rafa'ahu allah ilayhi The 38th one is al-ma'iyyah to be with wa ma'akum ainama kunt inna allaha ma'ana 39 al-inba' to inform al-inba' Thumma yunabbi'u hum, bima amilu. Al inba is to inform, right? 40. As 40 is what? As sidq. Truthfulness. Allah says, Woman has documental Allahi Haditha. Woman has documental Allahi Qila. 41. Al hadith. Al hadith. Hadith means what? To talk in form, it's also the same as forming. Woman as Dakum in Allah Haditha 32 uh, 42 is what Al alcohol speech. Woman as Dakum in Allah Hila. What is Kaal Allah? What is Kaal Allah? Ya Isa Ya Isa Bramariyama. That's a 30 43. Al Kalamu Al. Al Forty four and nida. Nida means to call out. وَنَادَيْنَاهُمْ مِنْ when طُورِ الْأَيْمَنَةِ huma sorry. وَنَادَيْنَاهُمَا day nahuma رَبُّهُمَا the Lord called them out. And forty five and forty six. Forty five and forty six is at takrib. To bring some, something close and to talk to it. This is 45 and what? 46. Taqrib is to bring something close. And then Munajat is to whisper to it. Munajat is to whisper. Allah says, وَقَرَبْنَاهُ نَجِيًّا وَقَرَبْنَاهُ نَجِيًّا 47, which is the last, what is it? At-tajalli. At-tajalli. tajalli Tajalli means what? To unveil yourself. To what? Allah, there's a veil between us and seeing him, right? He removes the veil for us to see him. Are you with me, brothers? The author, what evidence did he bring for the characteristics of a tajalli Huh? He ujuhun? He's wrong here right now, Shaykhul Islam. Shaykhul Islam got it wrong. How? Number two reasons. Write this down. Rahimahullahu. Number one, all of this time we were talking about whose characteristics? Allah's characteristics, the 47 were well whose characteristics? But the 47th one, the evidence that He brought were the characteristics of who? The believers seeing? Allah. Are we together, brothers? So for us to see Allah, that's the characteristics that's given to who? The believers, the day of? The Day of Judgment. That evidence shows a characteristics of the makhluk, not the characteristics of the khalil. Because those forty-seven we were talking about, Allah's characteristics, not the creation's characteristics. Are we all together? So the evidence for that is corrected to be is what? فَلَمَّ تَجَلَّى رَبُّهُ That's which He did bring, taala. Okay. There are eleven characteristics that are negated from Allah that the author mentioned. Eleven negated characteristics from Allah. Eleven. The first one and the second one is an-namu as an means what? Yeah, is to sleep, and as-sina means muqaddima to It's is the introduction of sleeping. Are you with me? Sina means when you like become like this. When you. When, means when you actually go. You're sleeping. I don't snore anyways. <coughs> and the. Sinna means when you. Uh, when you're going in. Allah. None of that happens to Him. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Are you there, brothers? Like in nowadays they call it nu'as. Sah. Nu'as is the same as sinna. La the third characteristic that's negated from Allah is Al death. Fourth, Al-Walad, child. Lam That was four. Child, Allah doesn't have it. Five, Al Allah is not born. He has not got parents. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. The sixth one that's negated from Allah that the author brought says what? Al-Kuf'u Al-Kuf'u is what? Anything like him. Al-Mumatalah. Walam yakullahu ahad. Number seven is what? Al-Samiyu What does Al-Samiyu mean? Like, like him as well. Like this. It's like, it's the same as the word Kuf'u. It's close in meaning. Hal-Ta'lamu lahu And this by the way, Hal-Ta'lamu lahu Samiyyan the score fashion they call istifhamun It's called istifamu in is taf in kari. Allah is asking, but he's negating. The negation is in the questioning. Number eight is an Middu. Anything like him. Nine and ten is Ashariq Pana. And also Al Waliyu. الولي means someone who helps him. Someone who helps Allah Azza Wa جل. ولم يكن له شريك في الملك ولم يكن له ولي من الذل وكبره تكبيرا. Number 11 is what? المثل. Likeness. ليس كمثله شيء. رحمه الله تعالى. Number three was al-mawt, death. Huh? Al-mawt, death. Did I I never mention three? Ah, I didn't mention the characteristics. Number five, al-wilada. He's got no parents. The author then concluded... This chap this eleven, this eleven, he concluded with the ayah in Surah Al-Araf: "O! Inna ma Rabbi al-Fawahish ma zahra mina wa ma batna wa al-ithma wa al-baghya bi ghair al-haq. Wa antushikou billahi ma alam yunazzil bi sultana." Did I say it wrong? Did I say something wrong? وأن تشركوا بالله ما لم ينزل به سلطانا وأن تقولوا على الله ما لا تعلمون this ayah refutes two parties of people write this down two people it refutes because what does the ayah say إنما حرم ربي الفواحش ما ظهر منها وما بطن والإثم والبغي بغير الحق وأن تشركوا بالله ما لم ينزل عليه سلطانا وأن تقولوا على الله ما لا تعلم. He concludes this for a particular reason. A group of people spoke, spoke about Allah with what? Without no knowledge. Who are they? The first group are the Mushabbiha. Who are they? Al-Mushabbiha. al waqa'u fi shabbahu rabba The Mushabbiha are who? The one who made Allah and his creation equal. And said Allah's characteristics and the creation's characteristics, they are the same. They spoke about Allah with no knowledge. And the second group are who? Al Mu'atila. Al Mu'atila who? Al Ladina Nafaw Anilahi Sifati Kamalihi. Al Mu'atila are those who what? negated Allah Tabaraka Wa Ta'ala's complete characteristics that He has. Then the author الله, said something very powerful, which all of you try to memorize it. He said, Man Tadabbar Al Qur'an. Anyone who ponders on the Qur'an al-Huda, and is looking for the truth seeking the truth the truth will become clear to you if you ponder on the Qur'an whilst you're looking for the truth Allah tabarak ta'ala will guide you to that which is right what he's trying to say to you is the characteristics of Allah that were mentioned if you read them it will guide you to the truth Now.
1: ثم سنة رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم تفسر القرآن وتبينه وتدل عليه وتعبر عنه وما وصف الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم به ربه من الأحاديث الصحاه التي تلقاها أهل المعرفة بالقبول وجب الإيمان بها كذلك مثل قوله صلى الله عليه وسلم ينزل ربنا إلى السماء الدنيا كل ليلة حين يبقى ثلث الليل الآخر فيقول من يدعوني فأستجيب له من يسألني فأعطيه من يستغفروني فأغفر له متفق عليه وقوله صلى الله عليه وسلم الله أشد فرحا بتوبة عبده من أحدكم براحلته الحديث متفق عليه وقوله صلى الله عليه وسلم يضحك الله إلى رجلين يقتل أحدهم الآخر يدخلان الجنة متفق عليه وقوله صلى الله عليه وسلم عجب ربنا من طنوت عباده وقرب غيره ينظر إليكم أزدين قنيطين فيظل ينظر إليكم يضحك يعلم أن فرجكم قريب حديث حسن وقوله صلى الله عليه وسلم لا تزال جهنم يلقى فيها وتقول هل من نزيد حتى يدعى رب العزد فيها قدمه وفي رواية عليها قدمه فينزبي بعضها إلى بعض وتقول قط قط متفق عليه وقوله يقول الله عز وجل آدم عليه السلام يا آدم فيقول لبيك وسعديك فينادي بصوت إن الله يأمرك أن تخرج من ذريتك بعثا إلى النار متفق عليه وقوله صلى الله عليه وسلم نا من أحد إلا سيكلمه ربه ليس بينه وبينه حاجب ولا ترجم ترجمان وقوله في رقية المريض ربنا الله الذي في السماء تقدس اسمك أمرك في السماء والأرض كما رحمتك في السماء اجعل رحمتك في الأرض اغفر لنا حوبنا وخطايانا أنت رب الطيبين أنزل, أنزل رحمة من رحمتك وشفاء من شفائك على هذا الوجع, الوجع فيبرع رواه أبو داود وقوله ألا تأمنني وأنا أمين من في السماء رواه البخاري وغيره وقوله والعرش فوق ذلك والله فوق عرشه وهو يعلم ما أنتم عليه رواه أبو داود والترمذي وغيرهما وقوله لجاريه أين الله قالت في السماء قال من انا قالت انت رسول الله قال اعتقها فانها مؤمنه رواه مسلم وقوله صلى الله عليه وسلم افضل الايمان ان تعلم ان الله معك حيثما كنت حديث حسن وقوله اذا قام احدكم الى الصلاه فان الله قبل وجهه فلا يبصقن قبل وجهه ولا عن يمينه ولكن عن يساره أو تحت قدمه متفق عليه وقوله صلى الله عليه وسلم, وقوله صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم رب السماوات السبع ورب الأرض ورب العرش العظيم ربنا, ربنا ورب كل شيء فالق الحب والنوى منزل التوراة والإنجيل والفرقان أعوذ بك من شر كل ذابة أنت اخذ بناصيتها أنت الأول فليس قبلك شيء وأنت الآخر فليس بعدك شيء وأنت الظاهر فليس فوقك شيء وأنت الباطن فليس دونك شيء اقدي عني الدين وأغنيني من الفقر رواه مسلم وقوله لم نارفع أصحابه أصواتهم بالذكر أي يا الناس إربيعوا على أنفسكم فإنكم لا تدعون أصم ولا غائبا إنما تدعون سميعا قريبا إن الذين تدعونه أقرب إلى حدكم من عنق راحلته متفق عليه وقوله صلى الله عليه وسلم إنكم سترون ربكم كما ترون القمر ليلة البدر لا تضاعون في رؤيته فإن استطعتم ألا تغلبوا على صلاة قبل طلوع الشمس وصلاة قبل هروبها ففعلوه متفق عليه إلى أمثال هذه الأحاديث الذي يخبر فيها رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم عن ربه بما يخبر به فإن الفرقة الناجية أهل السنه والجماعة يؤمنون بذلك كما يؤمنون بما أخبر الله به في كتابه ومن غير تحريف ولا تعطيل ومن غير تكيف ولا تمثيل بل هم الوسط في فرق الْأُمَّةِ كما أن الأمة هي الوسط في الأمم.
0: The author, رحمه الله تعالى, he mentions sixteen أحاديث now. He goes into how many ahadith. He finished the ayat, What did he mention? Why did he mention the after the Quran? Because this is the martaba in which the masadir al-tashiri' is. The legislations of our religion is al-Qur'anu wa-sunnah. So he brings 16 evidence to support ahadith al-sifat. The scholars call these what ahadith um, al-sifat. The author mentioned something very powerful. He said, "Zumma sunnat sallallahu alayhi He says, "The sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi he says it does four things. The sunnah of the Prophet does how many things? Four things. He says, to Number one. What does it do? It explains the Quran. Number two. It clarifies the Quran. And what is the difference? The difference is that tafsir. It explains it. tafsili. Tafsir. What it does is that it explains it in details. What tafsir means? The Quran, the Sunnah, explains the Quran in what? In details. Number one. Number second. Two, second one, where he says وتبينه. It is bil bil It explains it in general. It explains it in general as well. The overall. Number three, he mentions "wa tadulu It indicates it. What does it do? It indicates it. And number three, number four, sorry, "wa ta'abiru anhu." It it it. What do you call it? What does it say in English? And expresses it now. What is the difference between Dalala to Sunnah and Tabiru Sunnah? What does he mean? What's the difference between it? The difference is Dalala to Sunnah means the sunnah will come binadiri mafir Qur'ani. It will come with that which is like the Qur'an. Bin Nadiri Ma'fil Qur'ani. Tabirus Sunnah means The sunnah will come with something that's not in the Quran. Now the author, rahimahullah, how many ahadith did he mention? 16. Four of them are not in Sahih al-Bukhari and Muslim. Four of them are not What? In Sahih al-Bukhari or Muslim. Whereas the other ones are either in both Bukhari and Muslim, or Bukhari or Muslim. Are we all together? Which four are not in Bukhari and Muslim? The first one is, so how many are not in Bukhari and Muslim? Four. Three of them are weak, and one of them is Hassan. The four that he brought are not in Bukhari or Muslim or Muslim or Bukhari. Three of them are what? Weak. And one of them is? Hassan. The first one is? What does it say in English? What does it say in English? Allah? Mm-hmm. Ha. The, the, the translation is correct, like in Ibn al-Taymiyyah's word, where he used Ajaba, This lafdi, which is Ajiba, Sheikh al-Albani said, I never found it in any of the hadiths. It's as though Sheikh al-Islam, he did what? Al-Rewaitha? Al-Rewaitha he brought that meaning, that word, he used that wording, instead of saying Dahiqa. The wording of the hadith says, Allah laughs. Ajiba is not the wording in the hadith. Are you with me? He said, I haven't seen this one before. Okay, when Sheikh Albani says, I haven't seen it, it means, what does it mean? It's probably hard that you're going to find that wording. صراحة. Because MashaAllah, Sheikh would take time out. Huh? That's wrong to translate the word is aslan. is correct to correct the hadith first. So, Ha, <coughs> huh, that's the word hadith. No, no, no. Now I'm talking about what does it translate in English? Your Lord wonders. It's wrong, it's meant to be your Lord laughs. Okay. Number that hadith is da'if, is weak. It's hadith of uh, Abi Razin, Al Uqayli, um, Al Aqili, it's weak. Number two, the other hadith is, the other hadith is, Rabbana Allahu Ladi Fisama. That hadith is what? It's what? It is Abu Dawood narrated it in hadith Abu Darda and it's weak. And the third one is Abu Dawood narrated this. And this is Hassan. Are you with me? This is is Hassan. the third one is Walla Arshu Wallahu Abu Dawood narrated this, Min hadith Abi Darda. No no no, Abu Dawood narrated this. And Min hadith al Abbas ta'ala This hadith is Hassan. It is what? Number four is أفضل الإيمان that hadith. It's weak. Isnaduhu da'if in hadith ibn The remaining other hadith that the Shaykh brought, rahimahullah is sahih. So why did Shaykh al-Islam and Taymiya bring weak hadith in aqidah? Two reasons. Two? Two reasons. Because this is something that's going to come up. Number one is because he never intended necessarily the hadith itself in itself, but he believed other hadith can help it go up. Does that make sense? So scholars they call this Iradati Majmu'iha La Jami'iha. Iradi Majmu'iha la jami'iha. He never intended all of the hadith individually. He intended what? This hadith okay, this Senate might be weak, but it came into four or five different (coughs) Senates. Now you say hadith is Sahibari. Turukihah we took that in Mustalah al Hadith. That's one reason for him. So the hadith Dumlatan is maqbula, right? It is. The second reason why he would bring this is because Are you with me brothers? This hadith may necessarily have a concept that is supported in what? By al Salaf. Are we all together? Ama ayat might support this. The fact that Allah Taala is he is, um, he, has, he is amazed with something. It's already in the Quran. Bal Ajibtu, The Quran that says, Bal Ajibtu There's a Quran. So what does that show? Allah is? He wonders. So that means it's already in a Quranic verse. Are we all together? Naam, These sifat that he brought are supported by the ayat that he mentioned. Or other ayats that are in the Qur'an. And the of the salaf, the salaf agreed upon this. How many names did the author mention in these ahadiths? 17. How many names? The first one is al-rabbu. Yanzilu, rabbuna. Ajiba, rabbuna. The second one is Allah. Allahu ashaddu farhan. يضحك الله رب three رب العزه رب العزه رب يضع رب العزه رب العزه نمبر four رب الطيبين رب رب الطيبين رب five رب السماوات السبع رب السماوات. Number seven is Rabbu Rabbu Kullishain. Number seven. No, sorry, six is Rabul Arshil Aveem. Rabul Arshil Azim Number seven is Rabbu Kullishain. You can save yourself save yourselves a lot of time by having to write their word. Just go to the hadith and just underline it. Have you guys not thought of that? Just go to the Arabic text. And just listen, it's in the hadith. It's in the Arabic text. Just start listening within that. So you can save yourself a lot of time. The seventh is The the eighth one is Some of you guys, that's even more harder, right? Finding the (coughs) hadith. Write it if you want. Number nine is منزل التوراة منزل التوراة number ten منزل الإنجيل number twelve, thirteen, fourteen and fifteen is الأول الآخر الظاهر and الباطن So 12, 13, 14, and 15 are al-awal, al-akhiru, al-dairu, Wal baatin 16 and 17 is al-samir and al-al-karib. The... I mentioned 11 is munzilul-furqan. Anyone mentioned 11? 11 is munzilul-furqan. Number 16 and 17 is al-samir al-karib. In the matter <tamean>, Those are the 17 names Allah wa Taala mentioned. There's additional characteristics that the author mentioned. There are additional characteristics more than the names that he mentioned. They are fifteen in the Ahadith, right? Al-nuzul, Allah is descending. Al-nuzul, al-farah. I don't need to translate it for you because you guys got English translation. You can look at the word later. In the English. Al-Farah. That's, t- that's number three. Four, five, six, and seven is Al-Ajab. One number. 14, then it's going to be for me. I mentioned Dahiq twice. Yeah? Just write it down and then later just help me eliminate it, okay? Write it now for now, okay? And then later we we'll just eliminate it. Number 8 is what? Al Qadamu. Allah has a foot. Based on the hadith, is 9, 10, and Eleven. What, what is it? Al Poul, wa nida, was salt. Al qawl and nida, and salt. Twelve is what? Al Kalam. Thirteen is Al Ulu. So 12 is what? Al-Kalam. And 13 is, is what? 14 is al maria So 12 is Al-Kalam. 13 is Al-Ulu. And 14 is what? al maria And 15 is what? Al-Tajalli. Al-Tajalli. Repeat what? Let me say it one more time. Al Nuzulu. Al Farah. These are the fifteen. Al Nuzulu. Al Farah. Al Bahik. Al Ajab. Another. Al Dhahik again. Al ilm Eliminate one Dhahik if you want. Or you should do. It's only fourteen. Eight. Al Qadam 9, 10, 11 is what? Al Kaul, Wanida, Wassotu. Number 12 is what? Al Kalamu. Number 13 is Al Ulu. And number 14 is what? Al Maria. And number 15 is? Al
1: فهم وسط في باب صفات الله سبحانه وتعالى بين أهل التعطيل الجهميه وبين أهل التمثيل المشبهه وهم وسط في باب أفعال الله تعالى بين القدرية والجبرية وفي باب وعيد الله بين المرجئة وبين الوعيدية وعيد والجبرية وعيدية من القدرية وغيرهم وفي باب الإيمان والدين بين الحرورية والمعتزلة وبين المرجئة والجهمية وفي أصحاب رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم بين الروافض وبين الخوارج.
0: The author now mentions أهل السنة والجماعة are in the middle when it comes to five chapters. In five chapters, أهل السنة are what? They are wasat. They're moderate. Are you with me? We are not extreme. Are you with me brothers? I always mention these five, right? I've mentioned this so many times. The first one is in Allah's names and attributes. Ahl sunnah are in the middle. And there are two extreme parties that have come with extreme exaggeration and what? Extreme? Extreme negligence. Okay? Who are the two parties of people? A group who negated Allah's characteristics and a group who gave likeness to Allah's characteristics. Ahl Sunnah are what? They're too extreme, they're in the middle. One said Allah doesn't have no names or attributes. Those are the Jahmiyyah. Another group said Allah has names and has attributes. And guess what? They're like ours. Those are extreme. Ahl Sunnah, what did they do? They went in the middle. Does that make sense, brothers? So who are the two extreme parties? In the names and the attributes of Allah. The jahmiyyah who are on one side and they're called Ahlul Ta'atil. They negated Allah's characteristics and attributes. And Allah's names. Are we together? And we have Ahlul Tamthil Mushabbiha. The Ahlul Mushabbiha are who? The ones who said, Oh yeah, Allah has names and attributes. And they're like ours. So these ones they negated his characteristics and, they, and his names. And they said, Nope, we don't affirm anything for Allah. And these ones, what did they say? We affirm it, we give it to him, and we make it like our one. Al Sunnah are none of the two. They are in the middle. That's, one, that's the first chapter. The second chapter is the chapter of al qadar wal al The predestination. That which Allah destined and what he didn't. There are two groups. There are what? There are two groups. The first group are the Nufat. Those who negated Allah's characteristics. Allah, sorry, they negated the pre, sorry, they negated the qadr. They said, there's no such thing as qadr. Everything just happens. Even Allah doesn't know it. Allah only finds out when it happens, just like when we find out. Those are called the what? The nufat. A nafaul qadr. They negated the qadr. And then there's the second group which are called the jabariya. No, they said there is qadr. And guess what? We are being forced to do everything. We have no choice. We are like a leaf on a windy day. The wind is just taking the leaf everywhere. We are like that. So when I'm committing zina, I have no choice. I'm being forced to do it. When I'm stealing, I'm innocent. My hand is being taken forcefully to take and steal. Are you with me? These are the second, the two extremes. Ahlus Sunnah are what? In the middle. Number three is al-Wa'du. There are two groups when it comes to this issue. Are you with me, brothers? There are two extremes. Which is this chapter is called Al-Wa'id wal wa'id Allah made promises and He made what? Warnings. The two groups are a group who said Allah Subhanahu wa Taala He will never punish any of His creation. Look, He's very merciful. He won't punish. And another group, He said, they said, everyone who does a sin, Allah is going to punish them. Because he promised that he's going to punish. Are we all together? Al-Sunnati wal-Jama'ah, what did they take? They said Allah punishes based on His own will. They took the middle path. Number three. Good. You guys are focused. Yeah, number four. That's how you always get out of it if you do a mistake. Number four is Allah's. Sorry, number four are names used by the Sharia, like kufr. Al Sunnah in the middle. The khawarij, they make takfir of everybody, and anyone. And the murji'ah, no one's ever kafir to them, everyone's a believer. Are you with me brothers? The person does kufriyad, klika kufr, he says, oh Allah is going to take you to Jannah. Rest in peace. So they'll say, rest in peace to a disbeliever. That's, that's the murji'ah. And there's the khawarij that everything takfir. Kafir, kafir, kafir to everybody. Ahl sunnah are not like that. They're in the middle. They believe that takfir has shurut and it has mwana. And if, you're, if you make takfir of somebody and it turns out not to be, that kufr is going to come back to you. Be careful. Are you with me, brothers? That's what Ahl sunnah believe on the fourth. The fifth one is the sahabas. The rafidah, what did they do to the sahabas? They took Ali so high and they said he's ilah. They believe Ali is an ilah, right? They worship him. The Nusairiyah that you hear of today. They worship Ali ibn Abi Talib like he's an ilah. Are we together. And another group, who were the what? A group of the khawarij. Or, you know, A group of the, the khawarij. What did they do? Which are known as the nasibiyah. They done takfir of the sahabas. Are you with me? Are you with me, brothers? Ahlul Sunnah are what? Middle. And then, the thing, Ahlul Sunnah, this is what Ibn Taymiyyah said in some other place. He said, The way Islam is in the middle of all religions, al Sunnah is in the middle of all of the groups. The way Islam is in the middle, because the Christians and the Jews, how are they? The Christians have no knowledge, they just have actions. The Jews have knowledge, no action. Uh, the Muslims are what? We're in the middle. We combine the two that were needed. Ahl Sunnah, when it comes to the Aqeedah, they are what? All of the groups are extreme. Ahl Sunnah in the middle. He then learned this this word extremism it doesn't apply to Ahlul Sunnah. It applies to who? The other tawaif, the other groups. Because Ahl Sunnah are what? They're in the middle. They were never extreme in the first place. Nah. So, these five chapters, by the way, learn them, study them, master them. If you come with those five, you've come with the belief of Ahl Sunnah. The name of Ahl Sunnah is yours now. No one can take you out, inshallah. Once you have those five chapters, and they are, you are in the middle and the wasat, no one can come and drag you out of Ahlul Sunnah. Okay? You don't have to sign any petition. You don't have to go to any Shaykh and give bayah to him. Are you with me, brothers? Those five, and be in the middle, you're Ahlul Sunnah, inshaAllah. And the Qur'an and the Sunnah and the Ijma'ah is your? is your reference. Are you with me, brothers? So the masdar al-Talaqi, where do you take a deen from? Al-Kitab wa-Sunnah because Qiyas does not come into aqeedah ok brothers Qiyas Al-Kitab wa al you take it and these five chapters that we mentioned these five chapters that we mentioned you're in the middle what are you? you're upon sunnah Call jamaah you're upon whatever name you want whether you call it Aqida al-Salaf whether you want al Mansoorah Tarkatun all of these are what? They are one name. Whichever one Asari, all they mean the what? One meaning.
1: وقد دخل فيما ذكرناه من الإيمان بالله الإيمان بما أخبر الله به في كتابه وتواتر عن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم وأجمع عليه سلف الامه من أنه سبحانه وتعالى فوق سماواته على عرشه علي على خلقه وهو سبحانه معهم أينما كانوا يعلم ما هم عاملون كما جمع بين ذلك في قوله هو الذي خلق السماوات والأرض في ستة أيام ثم اسْتَوَى على العرش يعلم ما يلج في الأرض وما يخرج منها وما يعزل من السماء وما يعرج فيها وهو معكم أينما كنتم والله بما تعملون بصير وليس معنا قوله وهو معكم أنه مختلف بالخلق فإن هذا لا توجبه اللغة وهو الخلاف ما أجمع عليه سلف الامه وخلاف ما فطر, فطر الله عليه الخلق بل القمر آية من آيات الله من أصغر مخلوقاته وهو موضوع في السماء وهو مع المسافر أينما كان وهو سبحانه فوق العرش رقيب على خلقه مهيمن عليهم مطلع إليهم إلى غير ذلك من معنى ربوبية وكل هذا الكلام الذي ذكره الله من أنه فوق العرش وأنه معنى حق 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 على حقيقته لا يحتاج إلى تحريف ولكن يصان عن الظنون الكاذبة وقد دخل في ذلك الإيمان بأنه قريب من خلقه كما قال سبحانه وتعالى وإذا سألك عبادي عني فإني قريب أجيب دعوة الداعي إذا دعان فليستجيبوا لي وليؤمنوا بي إلا علهم يرشدون وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم إن الذي تدعونه أقرب إلى أحدكم من عنق راحلته وما ذكر في الكتاب والسنة من قربه وَمَعِيَّتِهِ لا ينافي ما ذكر من علوه وفوقيته فإنه سبحانه ليس كمثله في جميع وهو عليٌّ في دُنُوِّهِ قريبٌ في علوه.
0: The author رحمه الله تعالى he goes into a chapter which we kind of touched on, which is a specific part of Allah's characteristics, which is what the issue of. Al-Ulu, where is Allah? Allah is above His throne, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Are we all together, here goes into this. Even that though this is part of Allah's names and attributes. Part of Allah's characteristics. But why did He specify this issue specifically? That Allah is above His throne, subhanahu wa ta'ala, because of the innovators specifically focusing on this point. Like the Jahmiyyah and those who follow them. What did they do? They negated this concept. And some of them went even a step further in claiming what the shaykh refuted, which is al-hulul wal ittihad That Allah wa ta'ala, he's with his creation, he's mixed with his creation. That which you hear, that Allah is Mawjudun, fi kulli makan. Allah is everywhere. And this he refuted them, rahimahullah ta'ala. Allah is above his throne. Ahl sunnah believed that. When the Prophet ﷺ in the hadith of Muslim, the slave girl was asked, Ain Allah, what did she say? <inaudible> she said. Then what did the Prophet say? And who am I? And then what did she say? <inaudible> You're a, she said, You're a messenger sent from Allah. And then he said, I'ttiqha, <inaudible> free this girl. Why? <inaudible> She's a believer. Are oh, you and me brothers? This, this sto- story, many people don't know how it happened ibn Hakam al-Sulami, the Sahabi who's been spoken about here, he prayed the salah, he came into the salah first. When he came into the salah, as he was walking, uh, he was talking. So he said, Allahu Akbar. And then he just started talking to the person next to him. While he was in the salah. And the person didn't want to respond to him. And the people didn't want to respond to him. So what did they do? They hit their, they hit their hands on their thighs. They started to hit their hands on their thighs. And then he said to them, Mali, I mean, he sneezed and he said, A man sneezed and he said, اللَّهُ, sorry. A man said, he sneezed and he said, اللَّهُ to him. And then when he did, they all hit their hands on their thighs. And then he said to them, Mali, Arakum, تَضْرِبُونَ Afghadakum. Why are you guys hitting your thighs for? In the Salah, praying. Then when the Salah finished, the Prophet, ﷺ, he called him. He said, Who was that person who was speaking in the middle of the Salah? And this, the, we believe the Prophet والسلام, in the Salah, he could see from the front as he could see from the back. We believe that. So the Messenger came, when he came to him, he said to him, Look what Mu'awiyah ibn said. When I came to the Prophet, he said he didn't hit me. He didn't, name, he didn't name call me. He didn't belittle me. And then all he said to me was, this is a ibadah, this is a ibadah, you're not allowed to talk in it. And then when he said that to me, he said, Ya Rasulullah, I have a slave girl. And he said, Ya Rasulullah, I beat her so badly. What shall I do? The Prophet said, bring the slave girl to me. So he went and he told the slave girl, come. And he brought the slave girl to the Prophet. And the Prophet said, "Ain Allah." Did you guys ever hear that before? That's the story. So she said to him, and then the Prophet said, Who am I? She said, The Messenger of Allah. And then the Prophet said, Free she's, she's a believer. So, this concept of saying, Where is Allah? Some people say, You can't ask that question, it's not sensible, don't ask that question. Who asked it? The Messenger asked it, so we're allowed to ask. Are we together? And what did she respond by saying? She said, "Fistama." Even that the word "fi" shows in. We already spoke about this. It means here, على, based on the ayah, "Qul fil ardi." It doesn't mean inside the earth. What does it mean? On top of the earth, it means. But Allah wa Taala He is close to His creation in what way? By knowledge, and He's above His throne, Bidatihi. He, He, Azza wa Jalla, is what? Allah is above his throne. And Ahlul Sunnah wal-Jama'ah believe Allah is above his throne and he also comes down the last third of the night. Ahlul Sunnah believe that, na'am. The way he does it, befits. it's a way that befits his what? His majesty, na'am.
1: وَمِنَ الْإِيمَانِ بِهِ وَبِكُتُبِهِ الْإِيمَانُ بِأَنَّ الْقُرْآنَ كَلَامُ اللَّهِ مُنَزَّلٌ غَيْرُ مَخْلُوقٍ مِنْهُ بَدَأَ وَإِلَيْهِ يَعُودُ وَأَنَّ اللَّهَ تَكَلَّمَ بِهِ ح وأن هذا القرآن الذي أنزله الله على على نبيه محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم هو كلام الله حقيقة لا كلام غيره ولا يجوز إطلاق إطلاق قول بأنه حكاية عن كلام الله أو عبارة عن بل إذا قرأه الناس أو كتبوه في مصاحف في المصاحف لم لم يخرج لم يخرج بذلك عن عن أي... عن أي يكون كلام الله حقيقة فإن الكلام إنما يضاف حقيقة إلى من قاله مبتدئا لا إلا, إلا آلا من قاله مبلغا موعديا Here
0: the author goes into a Mas'ala called Allah's speech. The Qur'an is a what? It's the speech of Allah. حقيقة, not majaz. It's, it's literally the, the, word, the speech of who? Allah Azza wa Jalla. Sunnah wal Jama'ah believe Allah's speech has harf and it has salt. Because of the nusus, the textual evidence. Allah speaks with a sound and with letters. al Sunnah believe that. Are you with me? Because of the hadith in Kutub al Sunnah, Bukhari and others, where the Day of Judgment Allah will speak a speech يَسْمَعُهُ مَنْ قَرُبَ وَمَنْ بعود. The one who's close and the one who's far can hear Allah Azza wa Jalla. But the ash'air and others they believe Allah's speech is qa'im bi is in within Allah Azza wa Jalla, and they don't believe it comes out because they don't want to accept Allah has voice and what words that come with it. Are you with me, brothers? They don't want that. So because they don't want to affirm those two, the question that arises that then how did this speech come to us then? If it's within Allah, how did we get it? The Sheikh refuted it here by saying, This is what they say. They say this Quran, it's the it came from Jibril. Jibreel, is his wordings. Are you with me? Jibreel's please read this. This is weddings. And some of the Ashā'ira said, "No, no, Allah is the Prophet's wedding. Are you with me, brothers? That's what they say. But the meaning came from Allah, not the wording. The meaning, ibara an it is the concept that Allah wanted to bring forward. Nabi Muhammad, he used the wording on the jibril, used the wording, and that's a very evil concept. It's a very evil concept. So the Sheikh here refutes that, and he says that the speech is attributed to who speaks it, not the one who transmitted. Are you with me, brothers? If you, if somebody sent you and said something, are you going to attribute this, are you going to attribute this, and you've memorized that speech, and you're passing it to me, is the speech yours, or is it somebody else? Yeah? It's the person who's transmitting, uh, sorry, the speech, where it came from, right? So, Nabi Muhammad
1: brought it to us, but it's not his speech. Whose speech is it?
0: It's Allah's speech, subhanahu wa ta'ala.
1: No. وقد دخل ايضا ما ذكرناه من الايمان بكتبه ورسله الايمان بان المؤمنين يرونه يوم القيامة عيانا بابصارهم كما يرون الشمس صحوا ليس دونها سحاب وكما يرون القمر ليله البدر لا يضامون في رؤيته يرونه سبحانه وهم بعرصات ثم يرونه بعد دخول الجنه كما يشاء الله سبحانه وتعالى author, he goes into the day of judgment now.
0: The believers are going to see Allah the day of judgment with what? him in their eyes. May Allah make us from those who see Allah Azza wa jalla They will see Him without any nothing, no hijab, no veil, no nothing. The seeing of Allah, the, the seeing of Allah is two brothers. Write this down. It's very important you remember this. The seeing of Allah is how many? Two types of seeing are going to take place. The first one is, there's going to be a ru'ya التي تكون في يوم القيامة the, the, the place where the people are going to be accounted and judged. This is called عَرَسَات يوم القيامة. And the word Arasat means a مُتَّسَعَاتُهَا The earth and the land, the open land, everyone standing there that day. That day, everyone is going to see Allah, even the disbelievers. Even, a strongest opinion, is that even the disbelievers will see that Allah azza wa jalla but this seeing is a specific type of seeing which is what this seeing is wa ta'rifin the people are going to be tested on this looking and the seeing of Allah that day is an exam it's a test whether they know him and they recognize him we don't want to go details into that the second one is the one in jannah this one is called to inamin wa to inamin it's the seeing of Allah that day of respect and honor and veneration that the person is being given. And that's the one Allah says, لِلَّذِينَ Husna الْحُسْنَ The ziyadah here means, seeing Allah, This is specific for the believers. They're going to see Allah Azza wa Jalla in Jannah, the day of judgment. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from those.
1: ومن الإيمان باليوم الآخر الإيمان بكل ما أخبر به النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم مما يكون بعد الموت فيؤمنون بفتنه القبر وبعذاب القبر ونعيمه فأما الفتنه فإن الناس يفتنون في قبورهم فيقال للرجل ما ربك وما دينك ومن فيثبت الله الذين امنوا بالقول الثابت فيقول المبين الله ربي واسلام ديني ومحمد النبي وأما المرتاب فيقول اه لا ادري سمعت الناس فيقولون شيئا فقلت فيضربوا بمرزب بميرزبه من حديد فيصيح فيصيح صيحه يسمعها كل شيء الا الانسان ولو سمعها الانسان لاصعق ثم بعد هذه الفتنه اما نعيم وان عذاب الى يوم القيامة الكبرى فتُعاد الأرواح إلى الأجساد متقوم القيامة التي أخبر الله بها في كتابه وعلى لسان رسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم وأجمع, وأجمع عليها المسلمون فيقوم الناس من قبورهم لرب العالمين حفاة نعرات غلا لا تدنو منه وتدنوا منهم الشمس ويجلجموه العرق وتنصب الموازين فتزون فيها العمال العباد فمن ثقلت موازينه فأولئك هم المفلحون ومن خفت موازينه فأولئك الذين خسروا أنفسهم في جهنم خالدون وتنشر الدواوين وهي صحائف الأعمال فآخذ كتاب من يمينه وآخذ كتابه بشماله أو من وراء ظهره كما قال تعالى وكل إنسان الألسمناه طائره في عنقه ونخرج له يوم القيامة كتابا يلقاه منشورا اقرأ كتابك كفى بنفسك اليوم عليك حسيبا فيحاسب الله الخلائق ويخلو بعبده المؤمن فيقام فيقرره بذنوبه كما وصف ذلك في الكتاب والسنة وأما الكفار فلا يحاسبون محاسبة ما من توزن حسناته وسيئاته فإنه لا حسنات لهم ولكن تعدد أعمالهم وتحصى فيوقفون عليها ويقررون بها ويجزون بها وفي عرسة القيامة الحوض المورود لمحمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ماءه وشد بياطا من اللبن وأحلى من العسل طوله شهر وعرضه شهر آنية آنيته عدد نجوم السماء فمن شرب منه شربه لم يظمأ بعدها أبدا والصراط منصوب على جهنم وهو الجسر, وهو الجسر الذي بين الجنة والنار يمر الناس عليه على قدر أعمالهم، فمنهم من يمر عليه كلمح البصر ومنهم من يمر كالفرق ومنهم من يمر كالريح ومنهم من يمر كالفرس الجواد، ومنهم من يمر كركاب العبد. ومنهم من يعود عدوى ومنهم من يمشي مشيئا ومنهم من يزحف زحفا ومنهم من يختف فيلقى في جهنم فإن الجسر عليه كلاليب تخطف الناس بأعمالهم فمن مر على الصراط دخل الجنة فإذا عبروا عليه وقفوا على القنطرة بين الجنة والنار فيقتصوا لبعضهم من بعد فإذا هدّب ونُقؤ أذن لهم في دخول الجنة وأول من يستفتح باب الجنة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وأول من يدخل الجنة من الأمم أمته صلى الله عليه وسلم وله في القيام ثلاث شفاعات أن الشفاعة الأولى فيشفع لأهل الموقف حتى يقضى بينهم بعد أن يتراجع الأمبياء آدم وآدم ونوح وإبراهيم وموسى وعيسى بن مريم عليهم من الله السلام الشفاعة حتى تنتهي إليه فأن الشفاعة الثانية فيشفع في أهل الجنة أن يدخلوا الجنة وهاتان شفاعة خاصة له أن الشفاعة الثالثة فيشفع في من استحق في النار وهذه الشفاعة له ولسائر النبيين والصديقين وغيرهم فيشفع في من استحق في النار ألا يدخلها ويشفع؟ ويشفع في من دخلها إن يخرج منها ويخرج الله تعالى من النار أقواما بغير شفاع بل بفضل, بل بفضل رحمته ويبقى في الجنة فضل, فضل عمن دخل من أهل الدنيا فينشئ الله لها أقواما فيدخلهم الجنة وأصناف ما تتضمنه, أو ما تتضمنه الدار الآخر من الحساب والثواب والعقاب والجنة والنار وتفاصيل ذلك مذكورة في الكتاب المنزل في من السماء والاثاره من العلم الماثور وفي وفي العلم الموروث عن محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم من ذلك ما يشفي ويكفي فمن جده. Author,
0: now he goes into the fifth pillar from the pillars of which is al the belief of the day of judgment and he defined what it means, the day of judgment. The day of judgment it means anything after death. Froman mata, qamat, qiyamatu. Anyone who dies, their qiyama started. That's your qiyama that started for you. The author, rahimahullah, he mentions that ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah they believe in fitna, a'dab al qabr. The a'dab al qabr, ahlu sunnat wal Jama'ah. They believe it. And they also believe, Surah Al-Malakain, two angels are going to come. One is called Munkar and the other one is called Nakir. And they're going to come to us in our graves. And they're all going to ask us questions. ما ما You'll be all asked this question. Everyone's going to be asked. Al-Sunnah, believe that. And Allah Ta'ala, Allah is going to make firm the believers. That day the believers when they are asked the question, they will be firm that day. And Mutab, the one who is doubtful, the one who hasn't had no certainty. He didn't know his aqeedah, he didn't know Allah. Because the, question, the first question is asked is what Rabbuk, your Lord. But you have to come with the belief and Tumina Billahi. Billahi means what? wa 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 the second question is your deen. What did you know about Islam? Was it just a cultural religion? Or did you really know your deen? Did you study about your deen? Did you take time out to know the deen of Islam? The third one is what? This man, Nabilah Muhammad, what do you know about him? Do you even know his full name? Do you know his dad's name? Do you know his dad's dad's name? Do you know where he was born? Do you know where he died? So these are the questions that are going to be asked. If you've not taken time out to learn these three... Do you think you'll be able to answer that question in the day? Something you have to think about. Nebulah Muhammad's life and his biography should be more beloved to you than your own one and your own parents' one. Sallallahu alayhi Wasallam. And if that day you're not able to answer that question, then the author mentioned, the person will say, Ha, ha, la adri. The author, he said, Ah, ah, like in the wording of the hadith is, Ha, ha, the person will say, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah then believe the person's ruh will be brought back to their body. To Allah Azza wa Jalla, the day of judgment. And they're going to have the following characteristics. Hufatan. <laughs> Uratan. And the third one is gurlan. <laughs> they're going to come naked. And they're also going to come, no shoes. And they're also going to come, no circumcised. They're not circumcised. The body will be brought back to its original form. As Allah said, Everything will bring it back to its original form. The way we started you off is the way we're going to bring you back. And then Allah says, it's a promise we made, and we are going to do that. So you have no shoes. Aisha was shocked. She was shocked. She said, Ya Rasulullah, people are naked in front of each other. The men's aura and the women's aura, they're walking next to each other. And then the messenger said to her, Ya Aisha, Al Amru Akbaru Min For people to be looking at each other's aura, that, that day it's greater than that that day وَكُلَّ إِنسَانٍ أَلْزَمْنَاهُ طَائِرَهُ فِي عنقي. that day everyone's affairs is too much for them they have no energy or they have no ability to even look at anything other than that everyone's too focused on what is going to happen to you today how are you going to be dealt with may Allah protect us and that day the scale will be brought when you come with no shoes you come with no you come with no shoes and then you come uncircumcised no clothing nothing your money everything you were working for nothing is with you the only thing today that's going to save you is your deeds brothers the scale will be brought the mizan the mawazim it will be placed in front of everybody and three things will be scaled not your money nothing the thing that will be scaled are three things al abdul the the slaves Doings the slave himself will be placed on the scale, he will be put on the scale. The Prophet ﷺ, he said, A man who's chubby, who's big, will come that day, في and he will be placed on the scale. And he doesn't weigh in the eyes of Allah that day the wing of a mosquito, he was eating. He had everything, he was enjoying himself. His body is big, he's probably tall, he's strong, he spent time in the gym. That's not what's looked at. What was really looked at was the heart. And there's nothing in this person's heart. It's hollow, it's empty inside. So when they are placed on the scale, فَلَا يَزِنُوا عِنْدَ اللَّهِ جَنَاحَ وَعَمَلُهُ, his deeds, will be placed on the scale. And the people that day, it's either, فَمَنْ ثَقُلَتْ مَوَازِينُهُ فَأُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْمُفْلِحُونَ your scales heavy because of the deeds that you came with. Wallahi, that day you're successful. Wallahi, that's the most successful day for you. man khaffat mawaze and the one whose scale is the weight is weak, he didn't come with enough that day. That is the person wallahi who's a khasir, lost out, and you have no other chance anymore. No opportunity, it's gone, you missed out. If you cry that day, no one wants to hear what you have to say. And what the Salaf used to cry about a lot and it used to make them very emotional is they used to say that if they came that day and they were expecting that all the deeds that they were doing and the good that they came with and they come the day That it becomes clear to them and they are shown that which they never expected. It actually becomes not in favor of them. Isn't it not sad, brothers? Think about it, that we know the questions that we're going to be asked in our graves. We all know. We also all know the way that the qiyam is going to happen. Bit tafsil, we know in details. And amongst us are those who will still not be able to pass the test. A test you've been given its questions, and you're failing it. Doesn't doesn't that worry you that a people will come? And they've already been told, these are the three questions that you're going to be asked in your grave. And there are going to be people who are not going to be able to answer it. And say, ha, ha, la adri, I don't know. Allah is very merciful. And Allah wants to take us to Jannah. And He's He's given every single way to enter Jannah. But from our side, we're not coming with the efforts that are needed. The third thing that will be brought that day, brothers pay attention, is scrolls. The the scrolls in which your deeds were written on will be bought. And the Prophet sallallahu hadith the hadith of the card. The Prophet told us hadith. Are you with me, brothers? Hadith is a hadith of Abu Hamza al-Kinani. He died from the hadith, reading it, narrating it. He has a Juz latif He has a beautiful book on hadith of When he narrated it for Ushia Alihi he died from it. What is hadith of Hadith al Bitaqa was the hadith of that day it's going to be brought 99 scrolls of bad deeds sins, crimes wrongdoings that the person comes with and it will be placed on one side of the scale and then a card will be brought and on that card is one thing one thing not more than that just one thing La ilaha illallah that la ilaha illallah will be taken and it will be placed on the side of the other scale. In comparison to 99 sins, في الميزاني, it will be placed on the scale and then the Prophet ﷺ, he said, Fala, there is nothing that can overweigh la ilaha illallah. This person, everything that went wrong in their life, at least their tawhid didn't. They came with tawheed as it should have been. It was a muwahid. And because of that, la ilaha illallah, everything goes down. Allah takes him Allah Azza wa Jalla takes him to Jannah. The scrolls and the people's deeds will be brought in front of them. It will, place, it will be placed in front of them. And the people are two levels. The people are, there are two levels that day. The first people are, al-hisabul the people who their accountability is very easy. The first people are those who hisab is yaseer. Very easy accountability. Who are they? They're the ones who Allah presents to them. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. They're the ones who Allah presents to them their bad doing. Every wrong that they did will be presented to them, It will be shown to them. And Allah will say, did you do this? He'll say, yes I did do it. Okay, did you do this? Yes, I did to it. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, when you're in the dunya, did I hide it from the people for you? I made this private for you. So no one knew you did the sin. You'll say, yeah, Allah, no one knew. Only me and you. And Allah azza wa jalla will say, the way I concealed it for you in the dunya, I will conceal it for you today. No one will know. It's between me and you. That person's accountability is very easy. The second person is, Is a person who's going to be questioned a lot. Where did you get this money from? This money that you brought, where did you get it from? Oh Allah, I got it from Riba. Okay. It's so, all. What did you do with it when you got it? I used it in this. Okay. Every penny, everything. Aisha had the Prophet said to her, "Manuqish nookisha udib. The one that day is interrogated by Allah is really going to lose out. Why? Because, as the hadith says, Laysa bayna bayna Allah doesn't need no interpreter. There's nobody interpreting between you and Allah. No lawyer that you can bring that can make you get out of the case. So, when everything is brought to Allah, He already knows what you're going to answer with. How can you get out of Allah? وتعالى, that person that day is going to lose out. Everything that you do, brothers, everything that you say, everything that, that day will be brought. Allah Tabarak wa ta'ala He says in the Quran He says That book has everything And when the person opens that book that day And they look at it They're going to see everything Even the things that they forgot And when they read it They say What is this book? لَا يُغَادِرُ صَغِيرَةً وَلَا كَبِيرَةً إِلَّا What is this book that hasn't, hasn't missed out anything? Every single thing I said and did privately and publicly. وَوَجَدُوا Everything is in front of you. That day didn't you say this. That day did you not do this. That day, everything in front of you. It will not miss out a letter. Everything you said. So it's upon all of us today. That we have this opportunity, that we remember Allah in our private affairs and also in our public affairs. Then what will happen is the people are going to come to Arasat Yom Al Qiyamah. The Prophet will be after the accountability takes place. The messenger's hold will be there. The Prophet is what? His fountain will be there. And then when the Prophet sees a group of people walking. Some of them, there will be shoo, 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 move away, move away from the Prophet's fountain. And then the Prophet وسلم, will say that day, Ya Allah, oh Allah, my, these are my people, my ummah, my ummah. Why are they not going to come to my fountain? And Allah will say to him, it will be said to the Prophet, After you, Muhammad, these people, they changed. They innovated in your deen that which was not from it, they added things to the deen. إِنَّكَ لَا تَدْرِي You don't know Muhammad. مَا بَعْدَكَ What they added onto the deen. The sunnah that you left them, left them upon. The path that you paid for them. They came and they added things. They took out what they wanted. Your the whole religion they changed it. And then the messenger says, سُحْقًا سُحْقًا Distance them from me. Prevent them from my fountain. This is a fountain. مَنْ شَرِبَ a Anyone who drinks from this place, لَمْ أَبَدًا He will never be thirsty after that day. Those people will be taken away from them. حوض After that, the sirat comes. The sirat that the sheikh mentions, it comes. Sirat is a path that's on top of Jahannam. It's on top of the hellfire. And Allah said in the ayah, The author mentioned, The way that the people are going to go over the sirat is four ways. The sirat, the people that are going to go over it are four ways. The first one is, a blink of an eye. A group of people are going to go over the sirat, like a blink of an eye, fast. MashaAllah, because they came with righteous actions. The second group is like a flash of lightning. The second group of people Flash of lightning. The third group, like a wind. And the fourth, these are all the believers. All based on their actions and what they did. And the third one is. They will pass like a. Vi- huh? The fourth one. What does it say for the English translation? The violent, uh, violent steed. As for the disbelievers and the criminals, Jahannam is right under the bridge. What's under the bridge? And they'll fall into it. That sirat, as the author mentioned, it has kalalib. Kalalib is what? It's metal rods that are sticking from the sides of the sirat. It grabs onto the peoples. It grabs onto them. And it drags them into the hellfire. The only people who are going to make it through are who? Allah says, where everyone's going to go through Jahannam. Everyone's going to go through it, and the only one who Allah said is going to make it through are what? The only people who are going to make it are the people who came with taqwa. They were the muttaqin. What were they? Ahlul taqwa. They're the other ones who are going to make it through the silaq, and they're the ones who are going to make it to Jannah. Because Allah says, Tilka Jannah tulati nourithu min ibadina mankana taqia." So come with taqwa if you want to go over the sirat. If you don't, then you will fall into the hellfire. After the people make it through the sirat, they come to a place called the Qantara. Qantara is a place where the people are stopped. And some Muslims. <coughs> They have things in each other's heart for one another. He said to me one time this. He said this to me. Are you with me, brothers? And one thing I, you all have to remember, brothers, is as a Muslim, it's, you'll clean your heart for a Muslim. If it's so, something to do with the dunya, nothing akara, it's, deen, it's dunya issues. Let people go. Abdul Rahman ibn Abdullah ibn Amr ibn Asir and was in the masjid and a man walked in and the Prophet said the man that walks in is from Al Jannah. The man walked in a couple of times. It was him again and it was him again and it was the next day was him and it was him again the next day. Abdullah Amr ibn Asr said, I want to see with this man the reason why he has earned the status of being from Ahlul Jannah. So he said he went to him and he said to him, Can I stay with you? I have had a conflict with my father, I want to stay with you. He said, Stay with me. He stayed the night with him. And when he stayed the night with him, he did not see any extra ibadah, salah, or nothing. He didn't see anything big from this man. After three days, he said to him, I only came because the Prophet said this. like Muhammad said, you are from Ahlul Jannah. I just wanted to know how. The man then mentioned a couple of things and from the things that he mentioned was what? He said, I don't go to sleep. And tuck myself in bed, except that I have forgiven what? I have forgiven every Muslim. I have nothing against anyone. And Shaykh al Islam ibn Taymiyyah, when he died, are you with me? Do you know what he said? This is after, you know, Shaykh al Islam, there was one time that he got power in his hand. Actually, he got power, the leader was on his side. Majority of the times, he was going to prison. And you know, when he got into power, do you know what the leader said to him? What do you want me to do with these people who put you in prison? And he looked at each and every one of them and what did he say to them? You're all free to go. He said, every one of you are free to go. And then he said a powerful statement, scholars wrote it. He said, this can come only from a person who's true iman, who has, whose chest is big. He said, to him, he said to all of them, he said, I have cleared my heart to hold on to anyone. Because Sheikh Islam came and others like that, Their heart was not on this earth. It was somewhere else, high above. All they fought for, all their challenges, all their striving, everything was akhirah. They never gave themselves that weight that they can become angry with somebody. Are you with me, brothers? Well, there's a story that the messenger, example, Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu came running to the messenger alayhi salatu wasalam. When Abu Bakr came, he walked in, the messenger saw Abu Bakr from a very far place. He saw Abu Bakr walking, and he's with his companions. And when the Prophet saw Abu Bakr, the Prophet said, Sallallahu wasallam, uh, there's something up with Abu Bakr. This is not his normal walk. The reason why Abu Bakr is walking the way he's walking, is this is not his normal walking. When Abu Bakr came, he said, Ya Rasulullah, O Messenger of Allah, me and Umar had a conflict. And I hastened to ask for forgiveness, and he refused, Umar refused. He said, no one knows. As Abu Bakr is standing, Umar came. Umar went to Abu Bakr's house. He knocked at Abu Bakr's house and he said, where's Abu Bakr? And they told him he left. So he knows where he's going to go. Where is he going to go? To the Prophet. So Umar ran to the Prophet. While the Prophet and Abu Bakr are talking, Umar comes. As Umar is walking, the Prophet's face was angry at Umar. He was very angry. He looked at Umar with a scold, scolded face, angry. Look at Abu Bakr, brothers, what he did. When he saw the Prophet's face change to his brother Abu Bakr, uh, Umar, what did he do? Fajatha ala he fell on his knees. And he said, The problem was me O oh, message of Allah. It wasn't him. Oh, Allah, look at the heart of these companions. He said, I was the one who did this, not Umar. Umar did nothing wrong. I started it. But the Prophet وسلم, didn't want to hear that. When Umar came, he said to him, Abu Bakr helped me, its kafar to be. All of you disbelieved in me. Not one of you believed in me when Abu Bakr said to me, You're a prophet of Allah and I believe you. Not only that, Wa wasani he gave me his money, he helped me, his family helped me. Because the night of Isra the night of uh, the hijrah, whose daughter was the one that was coming up and bringing the food? Daughter Asma bint Abi Bakr was the one that was coming up and she cut her clothing into two pieces to pick up the load of the food for the Prophet and Abu, her father. His family aided me. And then look what he said to them. He, all of the companions, are you going to leave my companion for me? Just like as Abu Bakr is the only companion here. They're all companions. You know what Abu Darda said? From that day onwards, no one ever dared to speak back to Abu Bakr. Everyone respected Abu Bakr. But this, the benefit I want to take from here is the cleansiness of the heart of the companions. Huh? Are you with me, brothers? And the way they were towards each other. Allah said in the ayah of the Quran, When the companions come to the Qantara that day, Allah is going to clean their heart. No Muslim is going to have anything against another Muslim. And then Allah tells them all to go to Jannah. All of them to go to Jannah. We'll stop there, Inshallah Taala. The remaining will finish off tomorrow before the Salah, Inshallah Taala, and they will carry on the Ajrumiya, Inshallah Taala, after the Salah, after the prayer, Inshallah Taala. Subhanakallahumbihamdikashadulla ilaillallah astaghfiruka tublee.